live. Live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I am the other host, Paul. And I know you are probably sick of us this weekend because we did a special episode last night. So we are a little bit tired. But as Sammy set a very, very high bar last night, and (laughs) I don't think I'm going to match it, but I'm going to try. And to just... Just to give a bit of information um, and welcome our beautiful like say, members of the Nerdy Up North team with us this evening. So, are you ready for this? No. Uh, I'm glued <laughs> to my seat. So, <laughs> prepare for trouble and make it double <laughs> to protect Twitch from, uh, <laughs> from devastation. And to unite nerds within our nation <laughs> to denounce toxicity and gatekeeping. And to extend our reach to all fandoms. Sonia, Joe, helping Nerdy Up North grow at the speed of light. Surrender now or Coxie will not you. <laughs> right. So. I, ha- I have notes. <laughs> First of all, it's not to insult your husband, Sonia, but Coxie's not knacking me one. <laughs> and secondly... I, I am absolutely not helping anyone keep toxicity and gatekeeping out of anything. I'm bringing that to the party all Ooh. the time. <laughs> so my disclaimer is going to come down well. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll keep it professional, but I just wanted to... That, that's Joe's disclaimer out the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So we've got the brother and sister duo, um, the team yeah. rocket of Nerdy Up North, shall we say. <laughs> Joe Love and Sonia are joining us even. So how are you guys? Good, good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me back again. <laughs> again. And again. And again, and again, again, and again. Oh. And again. Always lovely to have you on, Sonia. It is. And Joe, it's a, it's a welcome return. Long time overdue. Uh, yeah. My fellow bald-headed brethren as well. So I... it was. It was my fortieth birthday weekend. You were here talking about Pokemon because that was, I was yeah. <laughs> and weirdly, I was sat where Sonia was sat in that room. Uh, because oh. yeah, I, it was the it was the weekend <laughs> you were download. I was watching the dog, so we, I'm back, yeah. but I'm now. Mm-hmm. I've changed, on the I've other places. side, yeah. <laughs> it's coming ac- coming across from uh, like El Spania uh, uh, is our job. Yeah. Uh, last time he was actually on a stream, he was getting wrong off his neighbours for being too loud <gasps> in that uh, right. that apartment as well. So we have to remember to keep the volume down tonight as well. So, <laughs> so I mean, we're not going to be going to like two o'clock in the morning because I'm sure that was the time. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a twenty-four hour stream, wasn't it? It was. Yes. It was the charity. It was the um. It was the Quiplash Games that I think did it in. Um, and I, yeah. I, I hope to to bring a lot less depravity tonight. <laughs> As Joe is one of, well. As, as well known as one of the, the three main Roggins in in Quicklash, and the other wrong one is in the chat tonight as well, and with our Donna. Um, nice to see oh. everyone in the chat. So thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, we've got some new faces as well. I think I've just saw Leighton pop up as well. So very very happy to see Leighton. It's been a while. It's been a minute, my good friend. Oh, hey Leighton. But yes. So Sammy. I'm just seeing Donna saying my boobs feel nice. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> and Michael is fuming. I stole his T-shirt. Michael, I got this because of you. Right. <laughs> so Sammy, take it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, the biggest question of all, you know, more importantly than talking about this goddamn movie is how you doing and what you've been watching. <laughs> I'm good. And I've been watching all of the Evil Dead films this week to get my, my Bruce Campbell <laughs> knowledge back up on top. But you know what else I watched? Yeah. There's a film There's a film I've wanted to watch for a long time because it's heralded as such a good horror film. Mm-hmm. And I had to get a Shudder account to watch Evil Dead. It was a seven-day free trial. And I was like, right, I've got Shudder. What else can I watch? Mm-hmm. And there's a film on there, I don't know if you've seen it or heard of it, called Hell House LLC. Everyone's um, talking about it. Oh, everyone's it's talking so about good. it. so good. It's so good. So it's basically the premise is... This group of people, there's four of them, there might be five, but um, they go to a haunted house every year in a different state in America and they set it up as a haunted house for Halloween. So they set up cameras and then they, they take people's money, etc. Hmm. But this particular house they go to is an old hotel that shut down because a lot of people were murdered there. And the horror in it is all done from the perspective of like the security cameras and stuff. It's so, it's, so it's found footage. Good. Kind no. of, yeah. 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 It's but like... it's but the characters I find in found footage films, nine times out of ten, you just don't care about the characters. But in this, yeah. they're so well <laughs> yeah. acted. And it's such a low budget film for how good the acting is that it feels real. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And the horror, oh my god, like there's they, they have like these big clown dolls and there's moments where people just wake up in the middle of the night and they come downstairs and the clown's just standing in the hallway not moving oh like, no it's so good it's so <laughs> so good um dan who i do monsters with she put a post up about it and i was like oh intriguing um and my husband this week went and bought a 75 inch television <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sammy, sure enough, got, i've got a fucking big in it just, that's what you're saying really big fucking te- <laughs> I, I really wish i was sure enough i'm not it is fucking huge it's class but it's it very much stands out and just i'm just really wait till she watches the big tv porn on it that's what she'll be doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> used to say i haven't already um, <laughs> i do want to watch it and i think it'll be class watching it on the big telly as well so, so the question i've got to ask to with you having your big yeah. telly have you watched the monsters up north on it yet <laughs> yeah, yes. i knew it <laughs> yes you want to know which episode it was too which one was it it was pennywise all right um yeah yeah, yeah. i put i thought i want to i actually i've been through every single podcast i've been through trekking i've been through monsters i've been through out like nerdy up north and I've put uh, curses on just to see what it all looks like on my big telly. And it's fucking class, I'm not going to lie. Right, but it... it is weird when you walk into a room and it's like, oh, shit, there I am. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra cool. HD, don't do shit for my skin. <laughs> You're beautiful, don't worry. Um, Joe, what have you been watching, big fella? Uh, well, okay, so on... I also bought a new TV this week and I, while it was setting up and downloading updates, went on Instagram and saw that Sammy had a new TV and then looked at mine and went, oh. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) For TV. I I just tried to, Dan Dan says, oh, um, Rob's after a 75 inch telly. And as when the box came, I sent her a picture of it and went, does he, does he really want this? (laughs) Oh, I, when I lived in Gateshead, I had a 50 inch one and like it got delivered to work and I couldn't fit it in my car to take it home. I was like, what have I done? Um, <laughs> that was like, so, that's on Friday. What have we done? <laughs> so I was replacing my grandmother's TV because I live in my grandmother's apartment here in Spain. Mm-hmm. And Sonia might be able to allude that there was a VHS here a very special VHS that we had in the apartment <laughs> that we watched religiously every summer. To the point where the episodes lost all meaning 
and it's just words now when we could recite the episodes by heart mm-hmm. um, and that was three episodes from season two of father ted right <laughs> um oh and so when i got the new tv and everything was plugged in i was like I'm gonna watch one of those episodes of Father Ted. Mm-hmm. So I've watched I watched that. <laughs> and I was like, that that feels I, right. I so which you episode was it? Watch one of your home videos. <laughs> it was a song, a song for Europe where they sing oh. about my lovely horse. Yeah. <laughs> um on like it, it just like it's it's not like it's not comedy anymore. Like, you know, when you just hear you hear something over and over and over again and you're like, no. what what does it even mean? <laughs> um, Has this become life? Has this become what, what? yeah. No, great one. Oh, every, every summer. Mm. Um, I got a Disney Plus subscription, so I've been catching up on The Simpsons, and I can now once again say that I've seen every episode of The Simpsons that's ever been aired. Yeah. Um, and I finally finished watching season two of Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, right. oh. yeah. I haven't watched Which, that. Now I can get past the first season. Honestly, I, I love it. I just mm. think it's such a beautiful documentary, just not just for like the football. I, I could give it like, take or leave the football, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, started watching it just for the like the weirdness of it's Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds yeah, owning a football club um <laughs> but it's just beautiful I, lo- I love the story about the town and the people in it mm-hmm. and and the way the way the first season affected the town and the tourism they're getting now I just I love it it's just it, oh. Oh, it's it, part of it's just heartbreaking and it just yeah no I will watch it I love the reactions because you think oh the, just the like they've got money like say they've milk like like, because the way they put it, Rob McNally's got TV um, millions. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has yeah. got movie millions. He needed uh, movie millions. <laughs> um, but when they talk about like they've got to spend money out, like you can, t- it's not just like it, it affects them. That's the thing. It's like oh, the pitch needs to be relayed. This is going to cost you another hundred thousand. You think oh, all right, they'll just pull it out of the back pocket. But it actually, the stock one, fuck, yeah. this is going to start causing those problems. It's like. It's it's mm. actually quite intriguing. It makes it makes yeah. Ryan Reynolds a little bit more human as well, which I didn't think would be possible. You don't you don't like him? <laughs> no, I do like him, because but he's one of these people where now he's that famous. He he you, oh, right, you don't okay. think he would have like a human personality now because he's probably been <laughs> media trained or PR trained, but he's he's still got that human edge and he interacts with the players and like the fans on a human level where it's not just like oh, hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds. It's like 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 a it's like talking to Joe in the pub. It, it's really nice yeah. to see. And again, it's something you don't expect with Reynolds because you do hear stuff. Like, I know, uh, this, like, allegedly, I'll say the word first, during Daniel <laughs> 2's filming, he was a, a diva and got the director sacked and caused so many Ooh. different rewrites for Deadpool 2. That's why Deadpool 2, let's be honest, was a little bit of a mess at times, but just a hot take there. Um, a <laughs> But yes, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed the show. Um, I, I do want to finish it. Uh, anything from Rob McElhinney. Mm-hmm. I will support mm-hmm. that man to the day I die. There, there is an episode where he invites the entire cast of Always Sunny to come and watch a match. And it is so beautiful. Like Charlie Day just, just cries. And it's like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I messaged Sonia. And I was like, Sonia, Charlie Day's crying. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I was like, why is, he so, why is he so cute? I just want to hold him. Oh, and, it is true, though. <laughs> and the fact of the, I know this probably has just been self-indulgent as well. I love the fact that the idea to do the show and uh, to buy Wrexham was because of the Netflix show, uh, the, yeah. Sun, the, uh, the Sunland one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we it, we inspired that story. Good. But it, it got that that documentary like for <laughs> for being Sunderland, and I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just we're we're a very small area, small team. Like mm-hmm. it it got a really good reception. 
Mm-hmm. Well, season three is supposed to be coming soon, so we'll, we'll see. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I, I, excellent. I have wanted to watch that, but I haven't got around to it yet because I've, I've kind of lived it. <laughs> yes. I yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ready to go back. No. <laughs> not just yet. No, it was a very painful time, but yes. Sammy, have you watched anything interesting? I really have. Um, so oh obviously with the, with the, with the Neil Tully, um, <laughs> We so to 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 try. I couldn't get my words out there. To try um the ultra four K and to put one planet on. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy fucking shit! <laughs> I was in in ten minutes. I literally jaw to the ground, like mm-hmm. eyes wide open. Like look, tears were gonna drop out of my eyes because of how beautiful this looked. And he went to turn it off, and I went, "What are you doing?" He went, "Do you really want to watch animals killing animals?" And I went, "Nope, get it off." Um, <laughs> So that lasted 10 minutes. But what we've been watching is Yu Yu Hakusho. And the live action Yu Yu Hakusho. Because we're getting ready for the live action um, Airbender. Last Airbender. Which looks fucking Uh... incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we've been watching the live action Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, I am absolutely... I am head over heels in love with Kabara. Mm -hmm. Um, He is such an amazing character. And put this out there, not me. He said he is enjoying it a hell of a lot more than One Piece, the live action One Piece. Um, and not quite there. I love it. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The story is fantastic. Um, so it's yeah, but it's not it's not as good as One Piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm I've switched we we on a nighttime when me and Anthony are in bed, we're watching Always Sunny, as always. Um <laughs> but during the day, I've got how I met your mother on in the background. Oh well, because I fucking oh. love I fucking love how he met your mother. I think I it's do. hilarious. Well, I'm not it's a huge just... fan of the ending. I, oh, I, I like kind nice. of try and ignore the last season. Yeah, it's mm. you kind of think they'll bring it back. They'll do it, do something different. But yeah, like probably. I didn't mind the mother. I didn't mind the mother. Oh, I love the mother. I, oh yeah, I love the mother. Yeah. He got his lily, and that's all he ever wanted was his version of his lily. Um, it's just yeah, the 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 character assassination. Yeah. yeah, they should have just they should they should have just let Ted live happily ever after. What was wrong with letting Ted live happily ever after and Robin just having her life? Why did it? Why did it have to end up with them two? Because they always together? have to try and go full circle with the story. Because that was the original episode one story, so they had to, they had to give you closure. But no, they had to fuck it up. They had to try and. It's not like real life, people. Fuck off. No, it's not. Um, but yeah. I can't wait to get the Robin Sparkles episodes, though. I fucking, oh, I yeah. fucking love Robin Sparkles. When I was when I first started watching it, I was just starting my whole video game thing, like my mm-hmm. obsession. And my 360 tag, um, you like avatar name mm-hmm. was, and I still use it today, was Kitty Sparkle. <laughs> Kitty Sparkle 13, because I had a cat sitting in front of us, Robin Sparkles on the telly, and 13 is the day I was born. So I was like, there we go. It's Kitty Sparkle for Robin, Robin Shabowski. <laughs> Oh, Sam just made a mistake. Um, <laughs> I still use that. that name today. I still use that avatar name today. I'm sure it's on Twitch. I'm sure it's on Discord somewhere. So yeah, Kitty, Kitty Sparkle 13. Get it. Um, <laughs> so yes, I've been watching. I've been watching some weird shit. Not going to lie. <laughs> you? Never. What? Um, this is oh, you dick. There's a there's a new show. Uh, well, I don't know if it's new. I've I've only just noticed it. Um, because I I love these shows that's on Netflix that's got um like the the Korean but they're dubbed. Um, mm, it's yeah. called The Devil's Plan, where it's basically and... just like 
um, like squid, like a, a squid game esque, but they don't die. Where they've got these really in, like smart Koreans uh, over um, and uh, like putting like these amazing quizzes and stuff on, but the show would be absolutely shit. But it's the dubbed over like like what the what they think they're saying, or if they're saying something and it's not quite like in the conversation. It's like I don't quite get on with you. We're, we're not compatible. So then they both walk off in different directions, <laughs> and it's just like I don't give a fuck what's happening on the show or what's happening like. Like who wins or who loses? I just want to watch it for the really awkward and weird uh, voiceovers. It's just hilarious. <laughs> but yes, so that's what I've been watching. Yu Yu Hakusho has it's all dubbed, mm-hmm. and it at some points it looks like the actor's mouth isn't actually moving when there's dialogue <laughs> being said. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so is that all you've been watching? Um. You. Not really had a chance, really. I've just been working and doing podcast shit. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah, I did watch the I did watch the movies for yeah. this week and oh, yeah. the monsters yeah. too. Yeah. So I watched them. Yes. So, do give yeah. us the disclaimer then, Sammy. I will. So. Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook page, the Discord, or the comment section, where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have, though, is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. <laughs> yes, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Joe. Right, now that's out of the way, I can start dropping clangers. Let's yes. go. <laughs> Hey, sure. if you want, if you want that disclaimer drop straight away as soon as you come on, just let me oh, know. Oh, that's, what, with we've with, every that's time. what we've got to do with Graham. That's what we've got to do with Graham. Yes, Graham's got to be done before he even breathes. But yes, and um, before we <laughs> you get just into... forced him on mute. Yes, yeah. Before we get into the nitty gritty of Army of Darkness and the greatness that is Army of Darkness, do you want to know the tagline? Go on then. Of course. Yeah, I fucking love a good tagline. There was several for this movie. Not gonna lie. Um, the, but my favorite is ready. <clears throat> One man, one a million dead. The odds are just about even. <laughs> nice. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That is the tagline for this movie. There was a fair few to pick from, but that was that was my favorite. Definitely, the advertising campaign for this movie was was off the chain. Like, like I can still remember it. Um, I think it was on the same uh, trailers or thing advertisement around the t- same time. Mall rats came out. Um, so mm. got the VHS release, and that was like the, the two films that was always advertised. And you know when you used to rent a movie, and you used to get videotapes where they used to have trailers before the movie. Um, yeah, Army of Darkness. In a and world Mall Rats used to be <laughs> yes, in a world where there's a man who had lost his hand. Uh, <laughs> but yes, and um, this was one of the ones that thing, and it just blew me away. And I, I I remember watching the Evil Dead movie when I was very young, and again like all these movies we shouldn't be watching these movies when we're very young and then seeing this and thinking oh what's this about because it because it, army of darkness it doesn't say that it's an evil dead movie all you know it's, no. it's got ash in <clears throat> so it's kind of like that's the only thing you can make the comparison yeah. of but just before but. we start to get into it and getting all excited because i am excited to talk about this movie as well because because mm. all these podcasters we've been talking to all these different people that that's been getting involved Everyone's so professional these days, and and so I've had to take notes because everyone's telling us these days you've got to do notes to be a podcaster. So I went, I'll give it a try. So, and Sonia's like, yeah, <laughs> but I know, but Sonia, it's all up here. Your your, it's all up here. your memory is like the 
the yeah. here, unbelievable. If, so yes. If I had your memory, I wouldn't have to write notes. <laughs> but because my memory is so shit, I have to. It, it literally, I have things that I'm in that have interested us when I've been reading about it, and then as I'm watching it. I will write down things as I go along to make sure I've got the plot going downwards of my thoughts and feelings so I can get it. But do you know what I've just done? I've just I've just given myself an electric shock off a wire. That's really <laughs> concerning. <laughs> Don't die, Sammy. Don't set yourself on I'm fire. I'm going to try not to. Lisa knows Sammy's wearing pants tonight, guys, if she starts running away. Because <laughs> they literally will be on fire. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take a, take a little moment to mm. steal a bit of limelight from monsters here. Because Monsters is all about the facts. All like, about norm- facts. Normally, normally, nerdy up north, when we do the Sunday podcast, it's all about the failings and how they fail. I've got some facts for this movie. Can I lay some facts on you for you? You lay some facts on us and let's see if your facts matches my facts. Cool. Lay them down. Yes. So not only did I watch the movie, I did find a documentary called Medi- uh, Medieval Times, The Making of Army of Darkness. So I g- give that a bit of a watch. And it was basically just like the a The original talking- title? Yes. For... Army of Darkness. <laughs> that's, one, yeah. that's one of the facts, yes. Medieval, well, medieval Dead. Sorry. It was called Medieval Dead. The Medieval, yes, medieval Dead. dead. Yeah. The medieval yeah. Dead. So, f- fun fact I'll cross number that one. fact out. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get fact... Our, let's get our bingo pens ready. <laughs> yep. Fun fact number one. Bruce Campbell actually learned, took horse riding lessons for this movie because he was in the prime no of his life. And he thought, this is going to be the movie where he's going to learn to do shit for... So he did take many of different lessons, but one of the lessons he learned was horse riding, and he fucking hated it. You know why? Balls. He kept on falling <laughs> off the horse and hurting himself. He oh, couldn't yeah, stay it. on the her- horse. So he was actually he learned to do it, but he was really shit at it. And he said he never enjoyed. He never wants to get back on a horse again after this movie. So that that's um, that's fun <laughs> fact number, number one. one. Number two, <laughs> do you know how Bill Mosley got his part in this movie? Shut the fuck up! I did not know Bill Mosley was in this film. Yes, he's uh, <laughs> who he's is one, he? He's one of the skeletons where Evil Ash. <laughs> uh, he goes up to him and says, "The Nick Mabicans up there." That's Bill Mosley. <laughs> yeah, as he because he wanted to be shocked by a Bill Mosley fact. <laughs> so he wanted to be in the film that much. He sent Sam Raimi a video of him doing a reading of the Jabberwocky from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Amazing. That's so cool. That's so cool. So, fun fact number three Mm -hmm. Ted Ramey had four different roles in this movie. Yeah. He was only meant to have three, but he fucked up. Because on one of the roles, he was supposed to be all brave, but he acted like a coward. So he was like, we can't do the next scene because you were being a pussy in the scene before, and it's not going to make sense. So that's where you get the scene where he's got the really stupid hair and he's got, you have my steel. That was like a kind of like an add-on. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And my axe. Yes. <laughs> get in. But yes. <laughs> Do you want to know oh, what other was... lesson Bruce Campbell had for this movie? Go on then. He was made to do tap dancing lessons. Oh, what? for the good ash bad ash scene. For the can can scene oh, when he's dancing with all the skeletons yeah. with all attached. Oh, them. he had to do tap <laughs> dancing lessons as well. Okay, I love that. <laughs> well, so, yes. do you want to know the one of my interesting things? Yes, that I found out, and I, I do actually find this quite. There's a lot. There's a lot of controversy with controversy with this movie, um. 
especially the release. Mm-hmm. It was it's if you look on Wikipedia, it's, it tells you it was released in ninety two. Mm-hmm. It was actually released in ninety three, right? Um, because it was given to a film festival originally, mm-hmm. and then Universal came in and went, "Hmm, we don't like this. We're <laughs> going to fucking change this." So Universal Studios came in and changed so much, including yeah. obviously the ending, which the we're ending. All, mm-hmm. yeah. we'll probably talk about later on. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Bruce Campbell fucking hates Universal Studios for that. Wasted a complete and entire <laughs> year of his life. His life was he couldn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Who's to say he wasn't going to get brought in for other reshoots or anything like that? He literally lost a year's year's wage because of that of them interfering. Mm-hmm. And the actual title for this movie, which I only realized is in the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. It's not Army of Darkness. It's Bruce Campbell versus, versus Army yeah. of Darkness. That's the actual official title. Mm-hmm. But again, Universal Studios went, it's too fucking long. Yeah, yeah. didn't like so it. Sam... <laughs> didn't like so it. Sam... So Sam Raimi went, I'm still fucking putting it in. Hence the reason why you see Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness when the original when the titles come up in the whole puff mm-hmm. of smoke. Yeah. It's yeah. still in there, which mm-hmm. I found was fucking hilarious it's also a homage the bruce campbell versus army of darkness is a homage to abbott and costello there's so many different homages in this movie as well yeah so many and i'm just gonna leave it that and probably knock some in as we talk about the film i've got two more facts for you like well one's just well it's not a fact (laughs) it's just a story for the budget was only 11 million yes which is astonishing Only. for the for I know, but have you seen that? Like, I, I'm sorry, like, I know <laughs> the, the the actual makeup that they, they made in this film, yeah, like the practical effects, is fucking out there. Like, and the stuff that I do, um, the story that Bruce Campbell told as well about the actress M. Beth uh, Davis as Sheila, the Miss Honey, the producer, yeah, Miss Honey, <laughs> the producers, one of the producers didn't want her because she didn't have big enough boobs, so they had to fight to have her. Because because be right, uh, there was an Italian producer, and he liked these women bustier, and said uh, she needs to be a busty. But Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell demanded her because as soon as she read for the part, like she said, she, they they made the words that they wrote about fifteen times better than what they could have ever done. So she was the only actress that they ever wanted to play the part. But yes, they had to actually fight the studio to keep her because they wanted someone with big boobs, apparently. And she yeah, went on to do um, uh, Schindler's List after that, after this movie. Wow! Yeah, yeah. She's, she, she's she, also she, she proved she can do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there was also just another controversy with the whole release because there's so much about it. Uh, the producer Dino De Laurentilis. Mm-hmm. Um, so Universal Studios weren't willing to pay the three million additional to finish mm-hmm. the movie. Right. And do you know what they held as leverage? against the producer to say we have this if you don't give us this it was the character Hannibal Lecter really oh well yeah because it's it's mm. it's Dino de Lauren Tillis's original mm. not original but it was something to do with him and right. what is it says uh they were using the film as leverage in conflict with the producer over the rights to the character of Hannibal Lecter oh interesting I know they already let let um let let Rami do this movie after Darkman did well. Um yeah. so they thought, oh, he can handle something with a budget now. So basically, um the, well they see a budget, but eleven million still like 
what that's independent money these days for like certain I mean, phones. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't have it sitting in my back pocket, so no. it's no. decent money. I never really <laughs> got that in the bank. <laughs> no. So, so <laughs> getting into the movie as well, like because this. Because it's interesting, you said as you said, with the studio getting involved. Like one thing I did notice when I was watching the movie, it 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 does feel disjointed at times, where you feel mm. like um, I'm watching a different movie to what I've been watching previously. It's still entertaining as hell. Like I wouldn't ever class this as like top tier, like Shakespeare perfect movie. Oh, but it is fucking fun. That was probably the best description yeah. I could say. It, it, like it's a fun yeah. like you you can't help but be entertained. Even though my wife hates this movie, she cannot stand really? it. She thinks it's shit. Uh, <laughs> but she likes all the like nasty horrors and stuff and this isn't really uh, nasty. But that was one of the questions mm. I was going to ask you after watching the movie. Do you consider this an actual horror movie? No. no. It's a full-on fucking slapstick comedy. adventure, fantasy comedy, yeah. yeah. It's got dark elements, but it's mm. not. I, for me, I don't even... I would not I would argue two's maybe not even a horror. I feel like mm. one's the only real mm-hmm. yeah. horror horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two's hilarious. Two's, you can't, so you, two's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't come away with that without being belly laughing at it. Should we just talk about that instead? Makes you... Just... <laughs> 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 On my on my notes, shall we say? I'm not going to keep doing that. Uh, I feel like a tip, uh, but you um, don't have to. You just you just hide them, and they just become them. second. Just I'm just going to read my notes now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> that was but, me on Monday. The because because it's interesting you say about two because when you read the like go and see the documentaries or like say the the behind the scenes stuff, they never consider. The Evil Dead 2 as a sequel. Well, Sam Raimi never wanted to be mm. a sequel. He always considered it as a remake of The Evil yes, Dead. Yes, the first, yeah. yeah. So Which this makes is, sense. Yeah, so this it is does. classed as the third film in the trilogy. Mm-hmm. But in it, in theory, this should this this is actually the sequel. This is actually yeah. what The Evil Dead 2 would have been yeah. if Sam mm-hmm. Raimi got his way, where they didn't, the studio didn't just plaster on Evil Dead 2 on this. Yeah, that makes sense. Like when I was watching them with Coxie this week, when we watched the second one, he told me that the second one was the first one he'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, same here. Watching the first one with me was like, "Hang on, the second one makes no sense because why would you go back to the same cabin yeah. that <laughs> all this shit happened in?" So like, yeah. it yeah. makes sense as a standalone. And mm-hmm. and and Army of Darkness is prefaced into because she opens the book and mm-hmm. Ash is in the book as the guy who fell from the sky. Yeah. Right? So yeah. like. Mm-hmm. It's all set up as a sequel, whereas in the first film, it's it's it is standalone. I I was never confused by that transition between the first and the second. I mean, granted, I only watched them like last week, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my understanding's a little better, knowing that like how studios can function and, and how movies mm-hmm. can change. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, this is a recap, and I was like, those are different actors. Yeah, and there was probably something that went on that said, no, you're not allowed to use. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the oh, what was his name? Back to the Future, Crispin Glover. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're not allowed to use my image in these in this shit. Don't, don't don't try and get away with that. Yeah. Um. And then they did it again. Like there's three iterations of Ash's girlfriend in these movies at yeah. the start of every single one of them. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> well, they made a joke about it as well. Yeah, they actually purposely after they made the second one, they, they didn't want to get the same actress back for the third one to play Linda. So um, again, Bridget Fonda. It was, and like I shit my yeah. pants when I saw it. I was like, holy shit. Um. Apparently, there was more stuff filmed with her where Ash was yeah. lech on her and stuff. That was cut out of the movie. But um, apparently, again, she was a big fan of the Evil Dead movies. So when they heard that she was making the Evil Dead film, she actually, again, wrote to Sam and said, 
can I just be in the film? Even if it's a cameo and he thought it would be funny mm-hmm. to cast her as Linda just so that in, every right. indication of Linda is a different person. Um, <laughs> but I just... find that absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I, like, I feel like it's like it's it's quite meta as well because I feel like yeah. Ash is the kind of person to just get with many Lindas. <laughs> like, do you know and what I mean? We're, if we're doing it from like Ash's, like Ash's point of view, maybe Linda's just like, changed image in his yeah. head throughout yeah. time as well yeah. like it's not each one's was, just something different i did note that like in the timeline of of, of his life mm-hmm. when he jumping the gun a little bit when he gets with sheila i was like didn't his girlfriend die and he yes. mutilated her corpse two days ago like in his <laughs> life that's how long it's, unless that scene of walking through the desert that went on for days oh, and days and days yeah. i was like he he chopped up his girlfriend yesterday and he's already like, <laughs> moving on. Give me some sugar. That was, that was give me some sugar. That was some um, I actually wrote some um some of the lines as the it went quotes, along as yeah. yeah. Um just so I didn't forget them. But what got me is the opening scene when he's walking through the desert and he goes, I'm a slave. And I'm like, dude, you've been there for two seconds. <laughs> like, no, you're not. He absolutely <laughs> is not either. Like they just they take they're taking him prisoner to go and execute him. I'm like, you're not a slave, it's man. Like making That's up. He's been there for fucking centuries, and it's like, dude, you've been there for like five minutes. <laughs> Calm down. I'm here for it. Like, I, I love like Ash is a drama queen. I'm yes, here for yeah. it. No. Possibly. He, he is one of those like one of the things I know. Like when I was watching, I was getting like it's all. It's meant to be this way. He's like the anti-hero, but he just isn't a hero material. There's nothing yeah. hero about him. He is no. like so. He's like sexist. He's he's a pig. He he loves himself <laughs> when he's got no right to love himself. Um, like in these movies as well. But th- one of the things I did write down, um, and I didn't make us laugh, is get Bruce Campbell is strangely attractive in this movie. Like he is. Uh, he is, he is. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. He's he's got the American chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do have a note here well. that just says Bruce Campbell's chin. Um, <laughs> Mine says Bruce Campbell's hair. Right. Yeah, he I has very good nice hair. I was very he has really good hair. And the, the first, um, the first quarter quarterable line had me decked. I had to literally pause the film. Well, hello, Mister Fancy, Fancy Pants. <laughs> I decked on the fucking floor. I forgot it. I used to watch this all the time. Um, Evil Dead 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, I really do. I do hold that in high regard. And I always, I think because my dad, who doesn't do horror at all, he bought me it from Music Zone. And right. I was like, oh, I used to work there. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> he bought, you served he Sammy's it. dad. <laughs> Probably not. We all have at some point, right? <laughs> hey, get in. Whoa, that's my dad. Um, <laughs> So yeah, my dad bought us it on DVD, and it was like one of those moments. Like he gets me, he actually yeah. gets me, yeah. and it was one. Of, and I, I really held that. I hold that movie That's in such lush. high regard. Um, and Army of Darkness. Obviously, I just feel like it comes hand in hand. You can't mm. have two without Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, but I, quite, I, quite I literally forgot. with the hand pun there as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just forgot. I just forgot how good the quotes were, and we hadn't even getting into the film. No. Hello, and hello, Mister Fancy, Fancy Pants, Fancy Pants out comes out. up. But there's one so of them I'll, I'll get out the way with is you ain't leading. What was it? You ain't leading shit, but two things right now. Jack and shit and Jack just left town. Jack just, that Jack was, just left town, yeah. That was my voicemail for years. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whereas Sam can't come to the font right now. You ain't leading shit for two things. Jack and the, no, Jack and shit. No, my God, I keep oh, saying shit in the middle of it. I'm ruining it. And then, yeah. We can't cut this out, Sam. It's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll fix it and edit. We'll fix it and edit. <laughs> well, yeah. She said it right. She said yeah. it right. Um, yeah, that was my voicemail for so many years, was that line. But yeah, like... Because the total tone of this movie is completely different to like the two that came before. Like not as much as yeah. a change from two, but from like say the the original Eva Dead. Like everything like contrast. Even like the film feels completely different. Like it's proper lighter tones. Um, but as you mentioned before about the the, the homages and the references, the first yeah. one, the first big one that we come up to, uh, when when he when he gives that famous line, "Hello, Mister Fancy Pants," and <laughs> with um, what's he called? Um, Henry the Red. Um, Henry, the, which is, is just that him with the really shit fringe? Yeah, no, 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 that's that's Arthur, no, no, that's he's, that's the guy, he's the guy Arthur. who leads the opposition yeah. army. That's that's the I just kept thinking, who the fuck cut your hair? I've got that as a note as well. Used a, a sword to cut his hair there. Um, but we <laughs> get the Star head. Wars reference, which I wasn't expecting in this movie with the Sarlacc, with oh, the the pit and the and, pit. and going getting thrown down to like the monster, which would have been the Rancor in in Star Wars world. But now it's a deadite, and that little homage, I think, I I got it straight away. I absolutely was there for it. Um, but when we go through like what we talked about the film, I have a lot of questions. Like one of the big questions I've got <laughs> is when he gets sucked into the time box. Why did it take him to medieval England? I've got no idea why that would work. Because in America there would have been no one there, and the right, thirteen hundred there's like Native Americans who would have just been yeah. like. And then they have to start. Admit, they have to start admitting their own history. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. Yeah. Like that. So nah, England, England's a better place. It's got more history to it. Right. What got me though is um, the chainsaw. Yes, leads medieval England. But how is it powering? Is not... yeah. Also, how is it powering? And why the fuck are these people not thinking it is fucking like some form of magic? Because yeah. Jesus, they won't like, know what a chainsaw it. is. Yeah. 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 I actually and... uh, read a fact about the smoke in the chainsaw. They actually had yes. a pipe feeding through his sleeve that they just pumped tobacco smoke through oh, right. to make the chainsaw look like it was dead. Was there a guy like that, crouched behind him like smoking <laughs> away? Smoking <tubs. laughs> yeah, just chaining it. <laughs> I mean, vapes would have been great at the time because like, the amount of, like, you can get if off If only that. they'd done it now, you know. I know. But, but the, um, also, shoelaces. Yes. Shoelaces untied. How the fuck would he know what a shoelace is? What a shoelace is, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just slapstick. So, like, yeah. I feel like if the film, if the film had taken itself really seriously, those are the kind mm. of things you would point out as flaws. But in this, it just adds it to the better. like wackiness <laughs> of it. Yeah, yeah. like it's just yeah. funny. Yeah, but like so, I was saying, Coxie, like I think as well, this is the first film where stylistically you start to see like. I don't really want to bring other films into it, but you start to see like Spider Man, Raimi. Yeah. You start to see like the real, like sort of action adventure shots. Mm. Um, and and I said to Coxie, like, it's not that he can't do horror because the first Evil Dead, some of the shots in that are beautiful. Like mm-hmm. the cinematography mm-hmm. is amazing. Yes. But he's also really, really fucking good at, at adventure and like mm-hmm. doing those like kind of wide pan shots and the mm-hmm. the fight scenes and stuff. And I was like, I, I, I absolutely love that you see that side of Raimi that he's like, see, I can do this too. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying by that because the minute the third eye appeared, or an eye appeared, wasn't a third Ooh, eye. The sorry, body I'm horror thinking. was fucking horrible. The body horror, yes. And it gave me Doctor Strange vibes. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm starting to see The eye on his shoulder. Yeah. The, the second eye starting to appear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah i've got sorry mm. eye, on, yeah, I was... eye on the shoulder fuck no <laughs> is what i've wrote <laughs> but no um but joe's hit on a good point as well the continuity is is absolutely shite in this movie as well because as you said he's went from two days ago cutting his up obi's girlfriend to banging sheila which to be fair I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have argued with her. Uh, but the fact is, he gets thrown in the pit and now he becomes like one of the baddest martial artists I've ever seen. And <laughs> without having any combat training uh, uh, to know of, because I don't, because as you said, he's an S-smart employee. He's, yeah, yes, two he's, days ago. Shop yeah. smart, shop S-smart. <laughs> and he's fought some deadites, but now he's, man get, he, he's in the pit. He's front uh, uh, front moves doing moves that like say the normal human being can't do um works out to take his belt off to get, get on the chain and that'll help it just, it just connects itself yep. up yep it's like all these moves that are so magic and like uh, amazing but uh, as you say movie magic but it's just I think Sonia. It's movie it craziness. It's <laughs> yes. not magic anymore. It's no. craziness. But it just I'm reading adds... my notes and I'm laughing at myself. I'm gonna have to change the page. <laughs> but it just adds to the like, just how crazy this is. Because if you don't buy into what's happening, like you're not yeah. gonna get it. It's kind of thing. You're no. just like you're down for the ride, and you're down to know like this is gonna be one of the most wackiest and weirdest adventures you'll ever see and yeah. as soon as he gets out the pit like um like the town folk and everyone then starts worshiping nash which <laughs> I, mean, actually, was. Has... I, I love that section where he's just pointing you want some you want some and he goes, you the want guy some? Whipping, one guy and he's singles like, him out and he's like it's the guy who's whipping him yeah <laughs> and he's just getting you and then but you would do that though that would so be me <laughs> you're like you you fucker but when he walks away from him the other guy just pushes someone else i love yeah. those kind of unexpected moments where it's just you know when someone's running down the street and they just chuck someone for no reason <laughs> it was almost like that the line no. after the when he's in the barn after that, he's you know he's getting himself sorted, and Sheila's about coming in, and he goes, "Were you born in a barn? Shut the door!" And you can hear in the background going, "I was born in a barn." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Were you born in a barn?" Yes. yes. I need yeah. to get that out that because I could see that written on me notes, and it's decadent <laughs> every time I read it. One of the things I've got to ask as well, because as I said, I've got questions for the movie. I need to compose myself. Who the fuck names someone in medieval time oh. Sheila? It's <laughs> not a fucking Aussie soap. It's not neighbours here. Why is she called Sheila? In, it wouldn't have been a name in medieval England. I don't feel like they did their research <laughs> on medieval England. Just thought, what will suit this woman? What will suit a good like English English name? Oh, well, we'll Sheila. call her Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> have you Sheila. seen the state of my eyes? <laughs> Um, uh, Elizabeth, have... what's wrong with Elizabeth? <laughs> in in that scene with the pit, I must question as well. <laughs> right, they push that first guy in, and I did know as well. Yes. Very very little blood in the whole movie because it was moving more towards like action adventure mm. fantasy kind of shit. Um, but then there's just this geyser of blood, this huge eruption, and it's it's massive, right? And everyone's like, oh, and then that's when Ash is like, oh, I know what they've got down there. He's like freaking mm. out. When he gets down there, this thing just does a few flips and kicks him in the balls. And I'm yeah. like, wh what did all that blood? Where did it come from? How, what Why was it so red? Yeah. It's clearly Why not down it? there. 
Why it would... really did look like a lot of red paint, though, didn't yeah. it? When it like, yeah, yeah, all of the blood doesn't look like blood. Like it, it looks like sort of like corn syrup, like, yes. like and water. Yeah, it's almost like you watched Nightmare Before Elm Street the night before when you know that blood scene when it comes out the bed. Yeah, I want to copy that, but do it yeah. shit. Do it funny, yeah, because that's it. That that in contrast, I think is one of the most like incredible uses of blood in a film like oh, it's probably it's, it's probably in my top three mm-hmm. um yeah. and uh yeah like I, I just i love shit like i don't know why i love shit like, i love when blood so, spurts so, so coming soon uh <laughs> right. to an podcast top five uses of blood in movies <laughs> top five blood splurts how the fuck have we not done that before now um i generally I'm didn't think some good ones <laughs> i did not think i would be laughing this much on this podcast but my notes are absolutely cracking me up i'm so sorry <laughs> and it's because i literally wrote it as i was going along with the movie of like how i yeah. would like stuff to remember stuff i was feeling and that fucking barn one tickled us it's like it's so we just went i was born in a barn <laughs> But then we'll get to like the, the important plot points. Like Ash, as you said, being a self-centered pig, all he's concentrating on is getting home and mm. just wanting basically to sort himself out and get get out of the like the he's shit storm that he's in. So selfish, yeah. isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's gotta find another Linda. Yes. Well, got, yeah. He's... Can't have Sheila. <laughs> Linda number five. And I love it how they've brought back the necro. Uh, I, I can't. I'm, I'm going to try and say, it, but I'm never going to say it. The book of the, the book of the dead would probably be the best way of the saying the Necronomicon uh, de Mortis. Yes, yes. That's why Sammy's the the posh one. I'm this. I'm just. I'm just the, the scum of the podcast. Let's let's deal with it. Uh, but um, oh I love how they get that in, the book in into the movie as well. So like you've got to go on a quest, almost like either Monty Python esque or yeah, um, yeah. That, it did remind me of uh, Monty Python. Mm-hmm. That 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 kind of entire scene is very. Uh, yeah, your father smells of elderberries. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Ash being Ash, he's set a very specific instruction. He's not, like, say, I probably would struggle with it because I can't say words at the best of times. I but, brought it down. Yep. The sentence. Do you want to say the yeah. sentence? Anyone can want to give uh, it a go? Clartu barada nicto. Nicto. So, fun fact, mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell, every time he says it, does actually say it correctly. Mm-hmm. And it was a big problem because they were trying to say you need to not say the say you need it, it wrong. <laughs> you need to say it wrong, and he kept saying it right. And they actually dubbed over the top of him what he <laughs> he's meant to say. No way, because he kept saying it rightly. Yeah, <laughs> he's just too good at his job. <laughs> too good, and he was Thanks. like. Every every take was just for fuck's sake, and he just kept saying it right. That is to be actually... fair though, he might have just wanted to get home. He was like, "Fuck this, I'm not doing the rest <laughs> of the movie. Get us home." <laughs> well, this this is another homage. You talk about homages through the movie. This is also another homage. The wording of it is taken from the movie The Day it the Earth Stood Still. still. Yeah. It is um, how they used to stop the robots from destroying Earth. But it's so actually gonna, um, how to gonna... Marado Nikto is what's yeah. used in that one. I read that um, they weren't going to use it in the remake and Keanu Reeves insisted because he said it's such an important line. Mm-hmm. So it's in the remake as well. But He shuts the robot it's down it's with it. It's a shame no one saw that movie. Um... <laughs> I did. I just, love Keanu, I just love Keanu Reeves. I just... Yeah. I just... I want to I wanna protect him. I just want to... I want to go to all Keanu. of his movies. Anything. God. I just want to, like, support all of his endeavours so that he's happy. <laughs> did you know, though, like, say... For the for the movie as well, they couldn't use the original book for a simple really? reason. Yep, for one oh. one simple reason. You know the scene where Ash is climbing out of the book. Mm-hmm. The size of the book they had, it it wasn't physically possible. So all the books that they had, they had to size up so that scene could have been used. 
and right. they were pissed off because they had all the like the pages and everything planned to use for the for this movie and it couldn't be used so that's why you don't actually see any of the pages of the uh, of the oh, book of the, the when it's, oh. when the three of them are all laid out yeah i want every the three of them as a collective yeah. thing yeah yeah <laughs> that's they so were cool. fucking, each one of them was so fucking cool um, but what I did love is just to go right the way back to the beginning when Ash is explaining everything and explaining the book. I did like how the book, I do like that opening sequence. There mm. is something really fantasy about it. Yeah. And the um, the book opening and seeing mm. all the pages and everything. And I was yeah. like, oh, that is yeah. so fucking cool. Because like we've seen bits of it, like we've seen it in one and two, but not like later mm. like here's the book here's yeah. the book yeah and here's it opened and everything in it yes yeah. uh-huh. Do you know what that's what i actually really really loved about the the new evil dead rise like i love seeing the different monsters on the different pages like mm. i want to see inside this book i want to know what's yeah. in there like yes it's a book of the dead but what does that mean what what's in there so i loved any sections where someone Opens it up mm. and it's it skips oh, through. Oh, look at him! I'm looking at him. Oh, I'm not yeah. surprised he didn't write your fucking notes in it. <laughs> no, it's actually got pages in, so it's actually got. What's got? Oh, oh, that's, oh so cool. that. that's so cool! That's so cool. There's a picture DVD of the book well. in the book. Yeah, it's got. Oh, it's a DVD. DVD. Yeah, it's wow. A, it's, it's a specialist in DVD that they brought out many moons ago. Man, um, that Sumerian me. culture was way ahead of its time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, massively. <laughs> Oh, I do. I would love. I would. I would love the Necronomicon in my collection. But I think more of Rise of Evil Dead's Necronomicon because that fucker was creepy as shit. Mm. So I do. But I do love the original. Yes, I, I, like I said, they talked about the Evil Dead Rises book. I love how the only way to open it is by getting blood on it as well. So getting blood on the front cover. Inter- yeah, quite interesting. Um. <clears throat> Just as well, this is when we start seeing like the practical effects coming in full force, and oh, um, yes. and we get the whole Evil Dead. This is where the film starts to feel like an Evil Dead movie in my eyes. I we... I wrote that yeah the the windmill. I was like, mm. he's back in a cabin. He's mm. back in. Mm-hmm. He's back by himself alone, mm. and he's getting he's getting terrorized. He's home. <laughs> And you get the yeah. <laughs> and I think the the one thing that always does the Evil Del- Dev Dead franchise really well is that camera angle where you never see yes. what's chasing or coming after him. Yeah. You just the see whoosh. and the noise. Yeah. That is quintessential it. Evil Dead from in my eyes. And I love mm-hmm. it when Sam Raimi uses that. He used it in Spider-Man uh, two with the Doc Ock uh, arms flying about. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh sh- I was in the cinema with that scene. Like my my grand my grandpa my old pa took me to see that at the cinema and in the middle of the movie i was like the fuck is this like, i was I, 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 I can't remember how old i was I, I, wait 2000 when did spider-man 2 come out it was like oh, 2006 it's, it's, yeah it was only yesterday i've only like it wasn't that long ago <laughs> i was i was pretty young like i was i think i was maybe 13 or 14 oh and this conversation like... needs to stop right now <laughs> Uh, yeah, like like Paul was talking about the marketing for this movie, and I was like, yeah, I was too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll stop that again. <laughs> wow. Did but you yeah, know, coming on. Did you know that, um, just, I, I, like, I love bridging the gaps as well. Did you know that Bruce Campbell's in all of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man's? Yes. Every yeah. single yeah. one, including I... um, uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned something new as well, that mm-hmm. Sam Raimi also ha- always has that car in his movies. Yes. Yes, Bruce's Bruce's yeah. car is Bruce's car is seen in more than what actual Bruce is sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like was... um thinking about the mirror from Oculus when we were talking about how um yeah. 
everything that Mike Flanagan does, the mirror's always in it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for Sam Raimi, it's the car. And, like, it got us thinking about other people. I was like, what other, like, iconic things do you have? Because that car really, it, it carries so many scenes and so many of the when I, films. When I read it, I couldn't place it in Spider-Man. I was like, where is it in Spider-Man? Well, I, like, looked it up and it was like, it's Uncle Ben's car. Yeah. It's the thing, <laughs> no, it's the thing, that, it's the thing that gets him killed. <laughs> Did you ever read integral to the arc? Did you? I don't know if this is just Bruce Campbell being Bruce Campbell, but did you ever feel? uh, Did he ever hear the end game for what his role in Spider Man was meant to be? Yes. Yeah. He was. He was going to play. Um. He was going to. I've forgotten his name now, but the dude that Jake Gyllenhaal played. Yeah, Quentin Beck. It was meant to be Bruce Campbell. Mysterio. Mysterio. That's right. Every role he was in the the original, like the the original three, he was the same character. But he was the only one that was defeated. Defeated Spider Man each time. So he was the Mm. one, the ring announcer. So that was Quentin Beck getting into the industry. He was a a a theater rusher because he was like that was his side job to go and like say as he was working in movies and he stopped him Mm -hmm. from getting in. And he was the waiter, um, like say in the restaurant. The restaurant. But, and like say oh. in, in the last, in the next movie where I think um, John Malkovich was going to be playing the the vulture, um, oh, and you had him playing Quentin back, but he was going to be like full Mysterio, so he was actually going to be a big bad in the Spider-Man universe. Oh, oh, that, that is brilliant. such a shame. I know. I love like I love I, I, I was reading I don't know why because we're not talking about Evil Dead One but mm. I was reading a load of loads of facts about that and now I, I just love that like it was just something that Ramy and Campbell like they were already friends and it, they just wanted mm-hmm. to make it together like I love that they're clearly still just really good friends I I love that for them well, well he, Sam Raimi's like say notorious for it. like even the movie now like say this is a good tangent to come back to the Army of Darkness. The guy who played the blacksmith, he was just known as the blacksmith, was I Sam was gonna Raimi. talk about this, Paul, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> was was Sam Raimi's friend from school who was a swimmer. And basically he, he every single time Sam Raimi was doing a film, he was like, Look, I'm still in shape. He would take his top off and it's like flexing towards him and stuff like that. And he's like, Oh no, you didn't but, know that. No. But uh he, like, so the, but the blacksmith, like the guy who played him, had this long, luscious hair. And he went, oh, the blacksmith's going to be bald. So he came back one day, the next day, with his head shaved and went, look, I'm the blacksmith. And he went, oh, yeah, I've, I've got a catch you now. But it's it's actually he Sam Raimi's... He did a Karen Gillan. It's Sam Raimi's, uh, one of Sam Raimi's best friends from school. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, I did. I stumbled upon that fact because I loved the character in the movie and I wanted to point him out. The fact that he doesn't say anything, but he's like no. in, in a lot of shots, just like egging Bruce Campbell on. Like, like even the bit in the pit when... Yeah. Um, Ash starts getting the upper hand. He's like watching, going, yeah, and he never has a word until the speech. Mm-hmm. And he's the first person who goes, Yeah, I'm gonna yep. fight with you. <laughs> and I was like, Who is that man? I want to know. That is so, so cool that you even like fucking just just based on that alone, you're like, I need to know more about this person. But it's, like, it's got an like, interesting oh, yeah. face. Like, it's one of those things, you know, when you see yeah. characters. Like in mm. movies, and you think, I like that person's face. I can picture, <laughs> I, I can picture him with luscious hair. Yes. <laughs> L- luscious hair. <laughs> well, Bruce and, Bruce and Sam have such a, still to this day, have such a connection with the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. Evil Dead Rise, the pair of them both went to the premiere of it, and a heckler Aww. was in the audience because they were doing like a QA, and the heckler was in the audience going, This villain's fucking shit. And Bruce Campbell stood up and went, Get the fuck out of them. <laughs> but the, he literally got up out of his chair and get the fuck out. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, 
marched him out of the fucking building. Like he still, he was, um, he does have a bit part mm. in Evil Dead Rise. But does he? he still, yeah, he does. He's the um, voice of the priest. Yeah. Oh, on the record. Yeah. Yes. I yeah, had no idea. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I was looking for him, but I, I was like, oh, he's oh he was—he he was always going to be a part of it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he still holds. Like this is these these are his babies. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He still holds it in such high regard. I love it. Love I was going to say there's an episode totally, totally like kind of separate to this, but there's there's an episode <laughs> of Impractical Jokers, right? Yes. And I can't remember which Joker it is. I think it's Sal. Absolutely loves the evil dead. Like he loves it. And his punishment is they put him in the cabin with Bruce Campbell as a director and he has to do all these scenes back to back. And he has to put his face down in the puddle and he's like, longer, longer, get your face. (laughs) It's Brian Quinn. Because Sal Sal's not a horror fan. That was the that was the running joke with Sal because he doesn't do horror. Can you remember when they put the VR on him? And he didn't know when he opened his eyes and he was in like a VR simulator with a little girl and everything. It was fucking hilarious. It's Brian Quinn, who's the um, horror fan. Hugh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hugh. But like I, said, I, I love that. But going back, to, going back to like the, the movie where we were talking about, this is, as I said, this is where the practical effects of the movie proper yeah. kick in. Like mm-hmm. You see like the more the the joke where they take the piss out of Bruce's chin, where they kind of stretch it out and the try get it. Really yeah, and he's there. like, Whoa. <laughs> um, I actually I was so impressed with the makeup and practical effects of this. I had to go and look to the guy who did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy called Tom Sullivan. He's done all of the makeup on Remy's Evil Dead, and he is the creator of the Book of mm-hmm. the Dead. The Necronomicon is Ew. his design as well, and just to. <laughs> Just to give one more credit to him because it's the only thing that it was mentioned on Wikipedia. He did the fly too. <laughs> oh, <Nice. laughs> I read Good for um, him. <laughs> I read that a piece of um, Bruce Campbell's uh, outfit actually cut his face when he was uh, doing a fight scene, oh, and right. he got rushed to hospital because it was quite a significant cut. Mm-hmm. And on that when face? he when he got to um, when he got to hospital, he was covered in like the. Um, visual effects like cuts as well <laughs> and the doctor was like what's what's the cut and what, like, what, what's real? <laughs> what happened to your face but, like, oh. for, for a film as it as of its time um and i think there was two special effects companies that worked on the movie mm-hmm. there was ones that did uh, that focused on the deadites and then there was mm-hmm. a separate one that worked on evil ash separately um all right not like, what I thought you were gonna say. No. Um but like when the special effects and like say the makeup kicks in, like as Joe said, in that windmill, that was some of the best uh like scenes in the movie, like that interaction. I fucking loved Little Ash. Little Ash is that was just so, so hilarious and um, and they like poke him in the bum with the fork. It's so good. <laughs> Ramming speed. <laughs> it just it reminds us so much of eighties. Do you know what it reminds us of? And it, it's what it's. I don't know if this is just me over exaggerating this movie in my head. Time Bandits. Yeah. I don't know. Ah. Time Bandits is so over exaggerated in my head because I have this thing that it it scared us. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I remember you saying that. Before. Yeah. Time Bandits. So it's, it, it's why she's when, scared of Chris. 
that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so when I think of like and Baron Munchausen, it reminds us so much of them, but it makes total sense because the whole the whole thing itself and the skeletons is all a tribute to Harry ha- to Ray Harryhausen. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense. Once I knew that, I was like, oh, I totally get where this is like mm-hmm. coming from because they're all mm-hmm. homages to mm-hmm. the same thing. Oh no, uh, but this is when the movie, as you said kind of goes back to the horror roots and takes goes away from the fantasy. I know there's fantasy elements, but this is where they go a bit uh, crazy with the horror because you get the body horror with the eye on the shoulder, which I, I, I did freak me out. Like I say, I, it did, like say, scare like, scare me as a, as a child. Um, th- like the smashing of the mirror, then the, all the little ashes yes. jumping out of the mirror, stabbing him with the weird fork. Then, then again... Ash becoming the best darts player in the world with the fork, which is just, yeah, um, one shot. Like with the one shot, and then for some reason, and again, this is where this movie just works so well because it wouldn't work in any other movie. You would be like, nah, I'm out, turn it off. To kill one of the mini ashes, he fucking drinks boiling water oh, yeah. uh, and doesn't have any burn chocolate? marks at all. <laughs> This is as well after burning his face on the stove to yeah. the point where he's stuck and he needs to shovel it yeah. off. And then he gets up and he has a cut. I was like... <laughs> he's got like what? a really small red circle. <laughs> he's not going to hurt the face. You know what? <laughs> I actually, on that scene, I actually laughed because have you ever, have you ever burnt yourself before? Yes. Like, we've all done it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't show up until the next day. It's just quite red. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Realistically, he wouldn't have a big, like, weird mark. No. It, it would wait a couple of hours to show up. Yeah. So I, I just, just boiled that down to being realistic. Oh. There's so much physical comedy in oh. with, but with just one person. Yeah. yeah. It's so impressive that he's only acting. Mm-hmm. himself yeah. there's, there's, he's not when they're, anyone it's else when they're split in two and it's like him being like shocked ash and him being evil ash and the duality feels so like organic like it doesn't feel put on it feels no. like two people yeah. yeah it's so good i think that's where bruce campbell's like I've, i know he's had a great career like i said i'm not doing him down doing him disservice but I don't think he gets the credit that he probably could have got if he no. did any other type of movies because mm-hmm. he, he his performances in these movies, like in like you said, going back to the first one, it is generally terror. Like say, it is like scary. Mm-hmm. Then when you go to this, he goes to the extremes where he's just he can he must be having the fun. I know, like in the interview he gives, like Sam Raimi tortured him, and like Ted even said yeah. Sam loved to push <laughs> and do things like over and over just to see like what reactions he could get from Bruce, just to see when Bruce would tap out and say no, I've had enough. But, um. Like that physical comedy style is up there with the greats. I would even say like as good as Steve Martin at times. I know we talked it, a little bit about Steve Martin last night, but that's the kind of humor I, I kind of get from him because it's like he, it's like body mm-hmm. humor. He uses these yeah. facial expressions like not many people oh. can. Yeah, he's got such a rubber face in like the nicest way possible. He can make his face do whatever he wants to. And it's so right. I do get a lot of Steve Martin like vibes from him, mm-hmm. especially with the physical side of it because like. I don't think anyone can do as good as Steve Martin. No. Young Steve Martin, old Steve Martin. I just generally don't think they can do as good. But Bruce Campbell, like, really brings, like, his A game of 
his acting ability and I, we all think it's like really funny don't we like we're looking at it sorry is everyone seeing my cat there's like two cats <laughs> <laughs> I one's just been on my knee um, I know the first one came out I was like cat and then I was like the, uh, um, look he's just came out I was like two cats <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of this one either. Yeah, they, just walk up. I'm glad the they're cats. in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the they've. Oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Sorry. Physical comedy. Physical comedy. Physical comedy. Steve Martin. That's it. Steve Martin. That's it. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make this profound point, and cats have spoiled it. Um, I'm sorry. One thing no, we did. Right. One thing we did forget about though, um, when. Did Bruce Campbell become an engineering master and know how to build uh, yeah. a fake hand? It, it works. It works in the, the is it homewares or hardware? Smart, yeah. Yeah, he has an understanding he of the alloys and the compositions of, of you, things. But did and, you hear him take the piss out of somebody else because they didn't know? And he was like, "Your tiny mind wouldn't be able to take all this." And it's like, how the fuck do you know? Oh no, that was when he was building the war stuff. This is when he was like yeah. building his hand, uh, and he's like saying, "Oh, I need to build build a hand so he can." mechanically makes a fake hand with wires and stuff even yeah. though we don't have the technology now to do that but, <laughs> but send the Bruce Campbell English. back in the medieval times give him less preparation and less things <laughs> and he can do it fucking they're hell us, they're giving us English so much credit than we deserve really uh, <laughs> 1300s yeah. yeah that blacksmith's really earning his keep like he's uh, again going right the way back to the beginning with the horse like Slave comment. He's like, I think I'm in the 1300s. You think? You think? You don't actually know where you are, do you? <laughs> he doesn't. There's no actual like. No one says you're in the 1300s in medieval England. He's just fucking pure on guessing yeah. it. <laughs> um, hey, for, for all we know, he could be outside Middlesbrough present day. Exactly. That's what it looks like. <laughs> exactly. <Potentially>. But um. <laughs> <laughs> this is and again the do the ramp up the slapstick a lot more as well when like say the evil ash gets chopped up and then like you see he takes the book, he doesn't read the words. You can get down now. Um Bye, <laughs> and basically um the army of the dead is awoken and then you see him getting tacked by the three stooges bones where yeah. they do all the tricks and like putting him in the eyes and he's doing all the facial expressions. Pulling his cheek and his nose and <laughs> <laughs> giving him like a, the push hook. But the one thing that does make me vom and like it, it made us gag even when I watched it the other day is when the skeleton hand goes into his mouth and it's like proper deep throat and like this, like, like, yeah. Like, it, 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 Bruce Campbell doesn't have a gag reflex. Just saying. Um, my um, my note at this section was like when when he falls down and they start like mm. three stooges singing him. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. Um, I was like, I can't believe this is the same mm -mm. franchise as the film with the tree rape. Um, <laughs> and and then the skeleton arm went down his throat, and I was like, now I can't <laughs> get yeah. yeah. <laughs> If, right, there's there an, it is. if there's an orifice <laughs> open, Sam Raimi will try and put stuffing in it. But yeah, um, but he, but, do, uh, he does. Go, he, he goes too far with the body horror. Um, he, it's too far. Yeah. Mm. That eye and the shoulder is just a fuck. Fuck no, according to my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sorry, um, I I watched I watched this movie twice. Um, this this is a, a, tan a little bit of a tangent. I watched it the first, like I just wanted to watch it normally and experience mm -hmm. it and, and yeah. whatever. Reflect on it for a little bit, and then I wanted to rewatch it today before we start talking. I wanted to watch a better quality version of it than my <clears throat> dodgy up north subscription uh, found for me. Right? So I okay. I found a, a better quality um, 
perfectly legitimate place to watch it, which didn't quite work. And I was like, I'm running out of time. I need to start watching this now. Um, and the full film's just on YouTube. Yeah, it's just yeah. there. It's yeah. also on ITV Play. It's on well. ITVX, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where oh. I watched it. Oh, I'm not in the UK. I'm not allowed. We're not, <laughs> you uh, we're can not you even... not watch it through VPN, Joe? Well, I could, yes. And <laughs> we're, 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 not, we're not even being dodgy at this end, Joe. <laughs> I would yeah. never even misappropriate work property like that. Um, but the, the, the versions I watch, both versions, um, that scene where he shoots evil Ash in the face had mm. different lines in them. All right. Um, and I know that there is a theatrical cut and a director's cut, yeah. but there the is. ending was the same in both versions I watched. There, so I was like, yeah. even, even in these versions, there's differences. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, the, the I'm not that good line I felt was better than uh, who cares, I've got a gun line. But, I was like, yeah. nah. one of them comes off better. Mm. And the one I watched today was better. <laughs> the one that's on YouTube, <laughs> you want to watch that one? Who's, Plus the quality's who's... better. <laughs> Can I just ask about the deadite um who's got the fucking crown on? The the the, the king whatever he was, the skeleton looking thing at the end with Sheila. What the fuck was he? The skeleton what, what one? Hold on. <laughs> the big I, bad I guy know. at the end. What evil ash? Oh, that's evil, evil ash. ash. That's, that's evil ash. flesh off on. Because yeah. you know, flesh burns. I like could that. not figure that shit out. <laughs> like, where's this guy come and from? And I've seen this like a million times. And just like, I'm like, he's just, he's just there. Why is he there? I must have missed it every fucking so, time. So when he gets set on fire, then thrown I, over, I, uh, yeah. and his skin gets burnt off like within seconds. Oh. I can understand because physics works like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, flesh is very uh, flammable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's I just honestly, flammable. when I've watched this before. I just I just feel like he's just there, so I'm like, all right, uh, gives a fuck. Um, but he is very polite. Right. He was the politest bad person I've ever heard speak. When he was talking to Sheila, he was like, "Once we are done here, you will become my bride." And I was like, "Oh." She, she's like pure <laughs> not interested as well. She's like looking off. She's playing with a little dagger, and she's just like, "What? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, on, sure." The makeup on her totally reminded us of yeah, um, Night of the good. Demons. You know what I've got? So good. I, um, if they'd done a live action gargoyles, I would look. Yeah. I think that would watch one of the gargoyles would look like the female one. Remember the like the mm-hmm. horns in it? Yeah. But um, mm. that was the vibe I got off from her. But um, but when we go back to Ash getting the like mispronouncing the words and taking the the, the book of the dead back to the village, and then mm-hmm. the wise people being pissed off and like he's let everyone down, uh, as Ash would only do because he's as as you said he's only interested in himself. Um, selfish. And then he become like then he has a change of heart because all our anti heroes or uh, people who go on the journey needs that change, and we have like a montage of weirdness like because all of a sudden in for some reason Ash in his boot of his car has a <laughs> chemistry book. Yeah, the books are so funny. The books are so fucking good. Like they're just so specific to what he needs right at that point. And an engineering book as well. Yeah, steam engineering, (laughs) not just not just engineering, steam engineering. So either Asher's got some fucking weird hobbies, or he's (laughs) he's trying to impress Linda in ways that we can only comprehend. (laughs) I'll show her my steam book. (laughs) Maybe she'll love it. So not not only does that, he, he shows these people how to make uh, black powder, explosions, great. 
Uh, he, he he manufactures uh, different things to ways that like it would take fifteen million years to actually do if you did had the equipment. He becomes a general in an army and starts knowing yeah. war tactics and moves. Well, yeah. and it's like we're there. What is what is the employment training in Smart now? Because like, yeah, <laughs> I want to go there just to go through this training. If you're going to become such a badass that Ash, Ash does. But with any type of action or horror movie, like they've always got these type of like things. But there's always the, a trailing montage. Yeah, the, like they kind of played <laughs> up on. again. It's just so funny. It's like they don't even try and be subtle with it though, as well. It's kind of like no. fuck. We're gonna put it right out there, and they don't even try and answer the question. It's like, oh, I've got this book because I'm doing a, a, a chemistry lesson, or I'm, I'm training. Yeah. I'm teaching my little nephew, uh, like say chemistry or something. I know it's just like they're there. Fuck it, Ash has mm. got them. <laughs> well, no, part, well. it's part of the comedy isn't it yeah. like it's, uh-huh. it's, it's meant to be mm-hmm. just silly like and and, and it, I, I feel like in a way it's almost like because there's so many homages but there's also a lot of like pointing out of how silly scenes like that are in these types of films yeah. where like someone has exactly what they need in the boot of their car mm-hmm. or they're like oh I've got this book of demon names under my bed and it happens to have the demon's name from the the demon that we're fighting like it's it's always the right place at the right time and this film's like nah like this is how stupid you look when you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, i like this what i love is what what i love about it is they do this this fighting mod he's training the, the guys to fight with the sticks in the yard mm-hmm. but then they actually do it later yeah. and i was like oh that paid off like, they actually did, like that worked out <laughs> it's like ash williams you, like, you, you, were, you made some good choices in this movie at times <laughs> every time yeah, like you watch sees... mulan they're yeah, training yeah. with the sticks and that. You never see anyone fight with sticks. No, you don't. Around. No. Pointless. Well, every time, and whenever someone says um, montage or fighting montage, the fucking Rocky Four music goes straight on nice. in my head. Like Hearts on fire. Hearts on fire, yeah. No, it's not. It's <laughs> the music. Oh. You know, when they're showing you the difference between Ivan's training and Rocky's training. Oh, yeah. Do, 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 that one. That's playing in my head in, right uh, now. When he's running through the snow and then Ivan's yep. like in the like top tier gym. And yeah, just, like, of, like, technology. Yeah, because <laughs> 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 Russians take steroids, apparently. Uh, but yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, <laughs> so we've skipped over something that I want to address. Sorry, okay. it, it's an, it was my favorite line of the movie, oh, which just caught us so off guard. It's when he comes back to the to the castle with the book, mm-hmm. uh, and all the townspeople are like, "Oh, the promised ones returned!" Oh, and they're all like shouting like like cheering him on and he's like yeah i'm back hey how you doing and they keep shouting and he's like yeah okay i'm back and then they keep shouting and he's like fuck off washes his face but i was like that fucking killed me just like he just gradual annoyance just like yeah all right shut the fuck up <laughs> to be fair though with us being anti-social as fuck as well we get that we would yeah. feel like that as well yeah. so it's like, like coming up to us like, oh, it's like you can say hello tw- two times as a third time I'm going to punch you um... <laughs> can I go back to one of the quotes that Sonia did say earlier on I don't think anyone heard her say it but the boomstick one yeah. how fucking funny is that scene that he is selling them that gun He's selling them that the S-Mark gun I thought it was remarkably self-aware for Ash to yeah. not use the word gun because mm-hmm. they would not know what it is so he's like yes. this is a boomstick and they're like oh, okay yeah i understand that yeah. <laughs> I, 
like, wait a second, isn't he like an idiot? Isn't he a moron? Why is he this self-aware? Obviously, it's in oh. his moment of like... I didn't even pick up on that because I couldn't get away from the fact he was trying to sell people this gun <laughs> that he only had one of. I was, still, I, I, steel. I was still pissing at this. Like, I was like, amazed. I was like, how cheap was that gun as well? One ninety nine. Fuck yeah, hell, I would have bought that gun. Um, That's America for you. Even under America has um, has issues. Shall we Next say? Next to the sporting goods department. <laughs> Shop S Smart. <laughs> yes. Next to Homewares. But but going back to oh. the battle scene as well, we have one of the great <laughs> scenes as well, which is again another homage to what I thought was like a, a big Mad Max moment where he comes out with a car and it's just mm. basically like they've been bastard bastardized <laughs> to whatever like everything with like a uh, almost like a helicopter blade that was just going around chopping up all these different yeah. uh deadites and this is where the practical effects just like see you've got to give them a bit of a chef's kiss because it was shit fantastic i'll get use that term yeah. and i'm not doing that as a derogatory you no, had people no. in black suits with skeletons just painted on them you had you had yeah. skeletons that was just mannequins just standing there just like in certain poses uh to get hit by the blades and then you had the whole practical effect where people that was just getting pulled by rope that would just stand there and like it was almost like they were going to get hit. Then they were just like yanking them and you were just like, whoa, like flying off into this in the essence. And I know, as you said, when we look at like horror movies or action movies and stuff like 11 million pound, it's still a lot of money. But for a movie of this size and what they did, the what they got out of that is just absolutely mm. unbelievable. And it's the clever. puppeteering as well with yes. some of the skeletons, yeah. like when that, like the guy that's crawling along the floor that tries to knife him and then gets hit with the bricks. The mm-hmm. way they just make his mouth move and he's like, ah, <laughs> like it's just, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wrote that down. I was like, the puppeteering's just, it's incredible, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. it's funny as well. And that's pretty yeah. hard to do when you're trying to convey emotions with skeletons. Joe, you're spot on because I like one of the things I did look at after the movie because I was convinced. I know. The company's very much not. A, a, they don't like to do anything horror or scary that much, and and, and it's weird saying because they have made some of the scariest films ever made. I thought Jim Henson would have had something to do with this with the puppeteering, but mm. no, it, it, yeah. I had nothing to do with it because no. the level of the puppeteering was up there with what Jim Henson does produce. Yeah, especially for that mm. time as well. Like think of the yeah. think of the think of how things were progressing in puppeteering because we had the roundabout then was the turtles and that was the first time that puppeteering and animatronics were used together mm-hmm. so y- y- the technology is kind of like advancing mm-hmm. at that time so you would expect like henson to be involved in it somehow but henson would not touch horror <laughs> <laughs> as we learned in awesome. the turtles one <laughs> no the reason everyone thinks the turtles is um violent is because jim henson told everyone that it was it's not really <laughs> Some some of the greatest uh, like it's poor Raphael takes a beating that, that we say, but yeah. Um, one of the notes I did make as well because normally when you get through a movie like this, the final fight is normally a bit of a damp squid or a letdown. Yeah. This was a really good final fight, like between yeah. the two Ash and Evil Ash. Um, it had good sword play. Like as again, Ash is in these two days. He's been there. He's learned how to be a, like a sword. It's like a sword master <laughs> to the degrees that he can do double sworded. So fucking hell, like yeah. uh, like Linda was a very lucky lady if he could do that with hey. his uh, with his hands. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so and the sword fight with Evil Ash and like he's pulling off somersaults, backflips, um, and it's not over too long. It's not overshot, and it's not. It, it's ridiculous but in a fun way but not overblown mm. and mm. 
as as Sammy found out, um, I like the the payoff as well where. He burns Evil Ash's flesh off and he falls <laughs> off. And we get oh, Skeletor. And then a Ash. different guy comes in. <laughs> Do I have to fucking rewatch it? I feel like I've missed And the like, King of the chunk. Skeletons is there for some reason. I've <laughs> fucking missed a whole portion of the film. I have seen this so many times as well. And I feel like I've missed a whole portion of the film. I just, I remember him standing on the this hill and I was like, where the fuck's he come from? Like, who is he? <laughs> God damn it. But yes, and. Um, the whole like even the way he kills off evil ash is like hilarious as well where it's almost like they do the whole thing where ah he's won he's got the he's got the book and he does the most stupid thing he lands on a catapult full of explosives yeah well yeah i love that he if, also, if you want like, to land on something <laughs> the duality of like ash and evil ash it's the fact that he cuts his hand off to get the book as well oh, like yeah. oh, it's so good. good like he's cut his own hand off and now he cuts his own hand off again but this time to win so like, this it's, is it's so good so but that's why there, this is why up. we have sonya on the podcast <laughs> yeah. she adds yes. so much more <laughs> Like I would just say, it was a canny fight. She's just made it, like, like mean so much more. She's given meaning. Yes, fight meaning. Even I love that. And this is and this is why Sonya is going to end up replacing me. (laughs) No, it's too much pressure. No, don't want it. Don't want it. (laughs) Yes, but then we get the true hero of the film that comes to save the day. Henry the Red. Henry the Red. Henry storms and defeats everything. Honestly, it's like it's like when the fucking horn of Gondor gets blown. Like (laughs) it's so good. With that fringe. But no, no, that's that's Arthur. Arthur's with a bad God, hairdo. Who is this guy? Henry's the Red's the ginger fat dude who comes back. He's the oh, Scottish him. guy. Yeah. Is he Scottish? Fancy pants. Yeah, he's a fancy, yeah, fancy, fancy, fancy pants. Fancy pants. Yes. Fancy well, pants. Arthur, Arthur's the fancy pants. And... Yeah. Arthur's <laughs> the one no with the terrible, terrible fringe. Um, Honestly, man, yeah. shapes and colours. It really is at this point, isn't but, it? I've just watched I, shapes and colours. <laughs> it's hilarious, though, because the, the actor who plays Arthur is a classically trained British actor who's from. What London West End before he came onto the Army of Darkness and done this, and this is the movie he chose yeah. to be like, Amazing. right? I'm I'm stepping out of the theater and I'm going into the movies. I'm going I to Hollywood. Army the, of Darkness. And I but shan't the, be coming back. But the reason he got chose, he want, reason he chose this movie as well, because he kept on getting offered the romantic leads, and he was sick of being like the get the suave debonair like romantic uh, like person he just wanted oh, to be a dick I... and well he wasn't a dick he just wanted he to wasn't? be something a bit okay. different um, he, he was redeemed I, I could kind of at the start of the movie i was like because of the start of the movie contrasts so badly with the end of evil dead 2 and i was like mm. why is this why was everyone yeah. like hey, he's the promised one and then all of a sudden he's a slave um <laughs> but yeah like he does redeem himself and i love i love the resolution between him and henry the way they like hug yeah and they're like yeah, the, the I love that. I was, it was a proper like, bro oh, hug was... as well wasn't it it was like <laughs> yeah curious. i was not expecting them to like resolve it like that because like they all line up and i was like oh shit they're actually gonna fight are they actually now gonna, these like, are gonna not fight just brush yeah. it under the carpet and go we got more men they're actually gonna address it and i was like yay <laughs> friendship wins overall guys Friends. Friendship is and england and scotland ever. never had any problem after that ever again. <laughs> ever again. It was all squished in that moment. Do you know who I generally thought it was at first glance? Was um oh who was the guy who played Mad Eye Moody oh, in the okay. Harry Potter movie? Oh, Gleason. Um, Gleason. Gleason. Uh-huh. Someone, yeah. I generally thought it was him at first and I was like, 
double taken and oh no no that I thought was, was, I thought was Brian Cox I, I got a Brian Cox vibe from yeah him I got a bit of a Brian Cox vibe I got just Braveheart all over and yeah. I was like Who, yeah. who's this, been this is Braveheart? the film that inspired Braveheart though that's the thing um <laughs> Now, Fuck yes, <laughs> and let's make Imagine. that fact. Let's make that fact. <laughs> Mel Gibson's just running at himself. <laughs> oh, castrating himself, saying, no, I deserve this. Um, <laughs> let's Jesus, make oh. that fact. Now we come to the most controversial bit of the movie. Oh, yeah. I've got the thing that has it. divided a lot of fandoms um, the ending. Yeah, now, no. as you said, there's the original ending that the studio changed um if you watch the dvds now i think on the dvds now the original ending's on that's where he ends up in the post-apocalyptic um yes he has the extra drop yeah they did universal didn't like it because they said the narrative was depressing however they Mm -hmm. didn't speak to sam raimi they didn't speak to bruce campbell they just went this needs fucking changing. The idea of it all, and I fucking love this, was it was going to lead into Evil Dead 4. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. going to be Ash versus the Deadites with fucking robots. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. And Bruce Campbell is heartbroken that that didn't play out. Fast forward to the TV show, mm-hmm. series three. Mm-hmm. He gets his moment. He gets to go into the post-apocalyptic world. It's going to be Ash versus the Deadites with the robots. The fucker gets cancelled for season yeah. four. <laughs> History completely repeating itself, itself all over again. Poor Brucey does not get oh. to fight Deadites with robots. One day. We'll get that. Because there's talk that they are going to reboot it. Uh, well, not reboot it. Do, do like not another... reboot it. They're just, yeah, they're just <laughs> going to add into it. I think the best part about Evil Dead in the whole franchise in itself is you can't just add into it, add onto it. It doesn't yeah. need to, there's no yeah. reboots need to be done. We can you can just ex, like expand or not expand yeah. or do something different. It yeah. doesn't have to be. And we've learned continuity means fuck all. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter. It's just not needed. Like we we started Evil Dead two and I was like, hang on, he's going to the cabin. Why? And then we started uh, Army of Darkness and I was like, hang on. Wasn't he praised at the end of Evil Dead 2? And now all of a sudden he's yeah. like, like, but then you, you kind of think about it for a moment. You're like, meh, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. this. It's a movie about a man and a book that, like, say, it's, and Deadites. Yeah, it's, yeah there's like five years of... between each movie. No, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> Even though some of the movies have getting a little bit like the new Evil Dead that came out a few years ago, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and then Evil Dead Rise. The, it's Rise taken so a, good. Po- yeah. a, my favorite film of last year. Unreal. Fucking loved it. Um, but they are taking a serious route, even though the Deadites still have their their little comedy element in it. Mm. It still it still falls lovely within the wheelhouse of it all. If that makes sense. Yeah, mm. I thought that. I thought Rise was like yes, the book was more embellished, and each page was about the different types of Deadites, yes. which I really liked. Mm-hmm. I also thought this could be the same book. It could be that the book has been picked up by a priest and ended up in this this house. I love that it was set in like a flat block and around a family yeah. because you mm. wouldn't expect that, but it could very well be the same universe. It doesn't yeah. have to be a separate film. And Um, that's the whole point is anyone could accidentally come across the Necronomicon and and accidentally make this happen. And and that could happen now. It could happen 30, 40, 50 years from now. Like, 
it's timeless. Kind of, Don't speak Latin in front of the books. We kind of got a little bit like that was my big, not disappointed because I loved Ash for Steve Dead, the TV show. I thought, like I say, it was, yeah. it was done well at times. There was some bad episodes. But I think I got when, the first season and that's it. But the first season, mm. it kind of hinted that you're going to get to see all the different demons. And I thought mm. it was going to be like like X-Files and Monster of the Week. And I would have thoroughly enjoyed that. But they went very big and done different a different way. Lucy Lawless was fucking fantastic in that that show as well. Just to, just to I haven't watched yeah. it, you know. I haven't actually seen any of it. It's on I... Netflix. I, I know. I know. I've seen well, it a million times, but... Yeah, counterpoint. It's the only thing I had seen in the franchise. Oh, right. When we started all That's this. That's so interesting. Like, when Paul invited us on the podcast, I was like, right, I guess i got to watch the rest of it because I've only <laughs> seen the TV show and loved it and was yeah. like, uh-huh. I'm not bothered about this. The only thing I was worried about was watching horror because mm-hmm. I was going to come on and bullshit you is that I watch horror all the time, but Sonya's here and she can very much... <laughs> be lying. I'm the horror buff. <laughs> we watched horrors one. We used to hang out with Sonya's and watch horrors and I'd be like... <laughs> oh, Joe. It's all right. Like, I, made yeah. him watch, I made him watch Sinister and he literally had his uh, dressing gown hood over his face. Like... <laughs> so, sometimes actually... I'm fine and then other times I'm like that. And I was like, there's, there's no in between. <laughs> I actually, um, Paul went to see Evil Dead Rise first and I went to the cinema by myself to watch it because no one was about. And I was like, fuck, I really want to see this movie. Like the trailer for it looked amazing. But the first thing I did was message him and go, is there any jump scares? <laughs> and I know fine well I'd get an honest answer out of him because he is a big chicken shit when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, I, I love horror movies, but I am when it comes to blood and guts, I am soft as. So as I knew I would get an honest answer. I knew he would tell us if I'd be able to survive the cinema on my own. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to get honesty here. <laughs> uh, I'm like me. I, I'm, I'm like half like me, mom, and half just like inappropriate laughter. Like, <laughs> yeah, watch... that's me when I'm scared. Sonia recommended I, I watch Hereditary, which is which has a very why dark... why because it's so <laughs> good. Like I, I know horror. what it is, but what he's just told us. Why would you do that? Sonia likes to see intelligent. It's not like it's not tense. It's it's not suspenseful. It's like it's just deep, dark psychological horror. Yeah, I like, yeah, can get on board with that. I watched it and I was absolutely creased. Yeah. I was just like, she was like, you have not interpreted the tone of the film. <laughs> I was like, Joe, if you're laughing at that, you might as well turn the film off. <laughs> <laughs> I do uncomfortable laughing. Like if I'm if like I do um terror in the trees and like you know, like when people come up to you and try and scare you, I just burst into laughter. I can't I, that's that's my go-to mechanism when I'm scared is to laugh. Yeah. So I, I kind of get it in a way, but if you are laughing at hereditary. Fuck, what is wrong yeah. with you? Could be worse, could have been Midsummer, a, a, a lighthearted joint through. Uh... Uh, do you <laughs> know what? Though, I, like, could under- what... I could understand laughing at Midsummer because it's so fucking unbelievable at times. Yes, it does become a, like really funny, but Hereditary is so fucking meaningful and dark and such a great story that I can't get why it's just brutal. Like, it's, I, it's one of the best depictions of a family and horror I've ever seen. Like yes. that scene when they're arguing around the table. I don't know oh, if that was Tony Collette didn't win an Oscar for that. Yeah. Oh, that was incredible. Going like in a roundabout circle back to Army of Darkness, I feel like Sam Raimi cracked the chemical compound formula mm-hmm. for the perfect blend of horror and comedy yes. that I've not seen any other film do as effectively mm-hmm. because they usually end up too much comedy or too yeah. much horror. And Evil Dead has always been just like, if I think of co- comedy and horror, I think of Evil Dead, I think of Bruce Campbell. Like, he yeah. is horror mm-hmm. comedy, isn't he? Like, yeah. yeah. 
it's perfect. I didn't know what to expect going in, and I absolutely loved this. Like this was, like you say, it was a good blend. I wasn't like, I wasn't nervous, and I was enjoying it. But I wasn't yeah. like, this is stupid. Laugh out! Like I wasn't laughing out loud at the wrong moments. Mm-hmm. It's kind like of like you're, you're, you're letting you in on the joke. That's the thing. It doesn't treat. I, yeah, I, I know. I say it quite a lot because a, a lot of movies treat treat the audience like they're stupid. This is yeah. like mm-hmm. saying this is just our joke. If you get it, it's it's good. And I'm yay. glad you get it. If you don't. Don't worry. There's there's other stuff that you will get. So there's certain yeah. aspects that will be for some people. Like as you said, the body horror is is definitely like up there for the goyans. <laughs> and then you've got like the slapstick horror. Then you've got yeah the physical comedy. Like there's there's so many good things. And again, that's why the two endings kind of. I I I, I quite like both endings. I'm not trying to say that as a certain mm, offence. Yeah. So I like I like the original ending because it's very uh, Planet of the Apes. It's very uh, the Time Machine vibes. Very homage yeah. to that, and again, it fits in with the character that Ash is that stupid. He it's, would. It's the it, tragedy of him as well. Yeah. It's like he just can't get a break. No. Ever. Yeah. But I love <laughs> the fact he's talking to his co-worker. Like this is fact. No, this no. Is what happened? And his co-worker's like. What? Yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah, always like, uh huh, sure, yeah, mm-hmm, okay. But that's okay. A, yeah, that, that's the second ending where, like, say, he says the wrong words again, and it's again, it's a callback to, um, like when, like, he got the books. So the second ending, I think that's the one where the studio made him reshoot. Yeah, is where he's, so... he's at the S Mart and he's sitting with Ted Ramey again, telling them all about it and saying, "Oh, did you say the words right?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, kinda." Not every that's syllable. One, that's what I saw. That's that's the yeah, that's, that's the, the remake that's ending. The remake ending, yeah. Right. So, oh, I did, I wasn't. So I knew there was an alternative ending because of what I'd read about the whole apocalyptic thing. I just thought that was the change. No, no, the the ending. I didn't realize there was two changes no, within the same there's, kind there's, of there's setting. Massive two changes, like uh, the ending I put on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. the original ending where he's basically he's he's in the car. He takes this. Uh, uh-huh. He's counting the drops, and he counts one, he too many. And yeah. then he wakes up, and he's got the full beard. He's got the hair. His clothes all raggedy. He he manages to break out the cave that nobody's looked into all these years, just magically. Why not? And Big Ben's fallen over. It's got this building that's like a a um like a pyramid upside down. Like the world has ended, and that's and he's like sitting there going, "Why no? Why now? Yeah. Um. Then it ends. It's the it's like Team America, isn't it? Where they were just like, we just need landmarks, just put yeah. them all in. Yeah, in yeah. one shot. In one we, we don't need. Yeah. We, we don't care about geography. Yeah. We just want to showcase landmarks. this is yes. current times. <laughs> and, then, and then you get the other ending where it's like he's, he's sitting there telling the story, and I think yeah. this, again, this is the one that came out on DVD that didn't come out on Blu-ray. Um, but it, the story ending gives you hail to the king, baby, yes. which is yeah. such a fucking line. Yeah, it's legendary <laughs> like, as well because. When you think of Evil Dead movies or like Army of Darkness, the the quote that just went and I butchered it last night when I tried to say it to, to Taffeta oh. is is heel to the king baby, and he grabs her and that's the last line in the movie and it's so perfectly done. And again, Bruce Campbell learning martial arts, learning uh, physics by throwing a gun in the air, doing somersaults, and he didn't sh- need to do that. That no. was just for that was just for show off. Just, just for show off. And, just to show <laughs> off. Yeah, he was like, I can I can do this now. <laughs> It was the show after Linden number four. Um, oh, yeah. And he was, he was shooting and being the, probably the worst shot I've ever seen because he shoots about seven or eight times, misses completely, and gets about five foot away, then 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 hits. And then he's like, uh, I could have been uh, such and such telling the story. And he's like, hail to the king, baby. And that that's how it ends. Mm, and I, yeah. And again, both endings work perfectly. And again, if you yeah. want to do a sequel, 
you could see how the sequel could work from both. So mm-hmm. um, it's one of them things where the studio changed. And I'm not actually mad at the studio for changing it. I'm not. No. I, don't, I think canonically, I'm, I'm like, like it's canon now that that is the real ending because that's where Ash versus Evil Dead starts. He's yeah, lived that's that life. what I read. Mm-hmm. That that's whatever what we get is canon because of Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah. But yes. So, mm. so I take it you've enjoyed the movie then. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching watching all of them. Watch it. Mm. Well, I, I say there's three. I'm I'm. I might push myself to watch the new ones, the remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, oh. not the remake. It's, it's it's a requel, right? It's like it's a just a redo, like a, like a it's a redo of the first one. It's a I redo. Would say watch Evil one. Dead Rise. Personally. Watch Evil. Yeah, and, I, and I would because yeah. the the remake, redo, reboot, whatever you want to call it, is really fucking dark. It's like, very Bloomhouse. Not... It feels yeah. like a Bloomhouse movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that as a description. It's, it's very really, Bloomhouse. <laughs> it's really fucking dark, and if you are not a fan of horror. You're not gonna enjoy it. No, I like horror movies. I like. I actually do like them. I appreciate them as an art form and as as a story. Like, I do like them. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just chicken shit sometimes, yeah. and I sit there and go like, but well, I like. I <laughs> don't really watch Hell House then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch that this week. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably give that a watch. Um, but yes, um, I'm not gonna say give this a film a rating because to be honest, it, nah. it, it, it's more about a personal. Because if you're gonna rate it as yeah. a film. It's fucking garbage. Like, let's just... <laughs> yeah, like if you look on a uh, Rotten Tomatoes, critics rated it quite low. Fans mm. rated it really high, and I think that's that's the point, isn't it? It's for yeah. us. Yeah. This it's film for us. is for us, yeah. and we are here to just fucking love every minute of it. Definitely, but yes. So can I mention yes. one thing yeah. we have not talked about? Mm-hmm. When Sheila gives him the the blanket and he <laughs> griefs her, she takes seven seconds. To slap him in the face. <laughs> it's a full seven seconds of her face going, Did I? Did he? Yeah. She's not the brightest, Dick. is she? Boom. And then she just cracks him one. And it's <laughs> so good. Like I was creased. And then Sonia taught me the the Blade Runner school of, of how romance in these movies goes. And that is once you've hit each other a couple of times, <laughs> that's the romance starting. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then it, that that's they give me some sugar. And I was like, Amazing. Like yeah. she's just full up like he's griefed her. She's booted him one. And now then now together. they're ready to have sex. Yeah. And it's yes. it's Harrison Ford. So, <laughs> so, she... so basically that's what's poor Coxie's got to wait to. He's got to wait there, he's gonna get slapped, then he's gonna be uh ready if he's ready to go. That's fine. Yeah, and he's, he's gonna grab her, he's gonna grab Sonia by the shoulders and shake her around and she's gonna start crying and that's that's To be fair though, I don't think that'll be Coxie doing that. I think it'll be Sonia shaking Coxie. It is the other way around. Actually. It absolutely yeah. will be, yeah. I'll wait for him to slap me. <laughs> I um, I think with that with Sheila's character, there's a lot of long shots on her where she's just staring into the abyss yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, that's it. Just amazing. Like it's it's he's so rude to her, and then she just hit him, and I was like, good. <laughs> but yes, so I again, it's one of those movies where I always recommend it to people who say they're not into horror as much because I don't, I wouldn't class it as an out and out horror movie because that, no. that was one of the questions I wanted to ask at the start: how you felt about this movie? I, 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 with it being under the Evil Dead bracket, it'll always come under the horror genre and stuff but it is more princess bride meets uh and like like what totally are wonderful vibe. wonderful yeah. things yeah but... I, I totally agree with you yeah i, I get that exact same thing, especially when he he's going to the graveyard i don't mm-hmm. know why it reminds mm-hmm. me of the the swamps like yes it, it totally it totally has that vibe and 
and Monty Python too, but that's it is very fantasy, isn't it? It's very eighty yeah. fantasy. Eighty despite... fantasy, uh huh. It's very like, it. It, and again, it's it because it, I know it's a very American production and everything. I know that they did aim it for. <laughs> yeah, um, there's no Englishman worked on that no. film. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, though, they did aim the production for a European audience just simply because the Evil Dead movies originally did better in the UK and in Europe than it did in America. So that's oh, why they want a great sense of humor. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, we appreciate yeah. we appreciate humor that's not in your face humor. It's like it's like subtle, and it's like <laughs> I think Evil Dead when you first watch it, there's certain moments where you're like, "Am I am I supposed to be laughing?" And yeah. then the more it goes on, you're like, "Yes, I am yes, definitely yeah. meant to be laughing." <laughs> I get it, and we get and get it really quickly. I don't think we're. Um, I think we take we take comedy for what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have to look at any meaning behind it, and especially with this movie. If you are looking for meaning behind it, <laughs> you are going to be looking a long fucking yeah. time. <laughs> oh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, any other points there? Because I've went through my notes. I've I've pretty much touched I've, everything. Um. Oh, one more little little tiny factoid, which um is just right up my wheelhouse. Um. Tell us what up, blood. Who died? <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's not. It's not that one. It's the other one. Um, one of the monsters mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. actually played by Billy Bryan, who right. is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. All right. Oh, oh, hey, see, no like death that. involved in that one. I still won with the Bill Mosley factor. You fucking <laughs> blew my bastard mind with that. Uh, Joe did a trivers the other week with another movie. Joe, you are Joe. Dan. Yeah. Did it to us um the other week with another movie and I was like, what the shit? Like I don't realise how much Bill Mosley's actually been in stuff. Did not know that. Yeah. Yes. You got I was gonna sell one. it. I was like, oh, Sammy noticed me not like you. at a different time. <laughs> but no, she wasn't talking about me. Oh, bless you. Oh, so- also, also mm-hmm. before we before we end on this, um this is my this officially is my last bit I wrote down. All three films have mm-hmm. been sim- seamlessly cut together. Right. Um mm-hmm. however, there are and I think this goes back to how, like what we were talking about earlier. There are several narrative and inconsistencies throughout. <laughs> so yeah. yes, they have been seamlessly put together, yeah. but they generally don't make any fucking sense. No. And, and Bruce I want to watch that. I want to watch them. Over... Bruce, Hammer, I... Bruce Campbell seems he gets more and more handsome and more fuckable all the way through the movies. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, that happens <laughs> anyway. like, I'm, yeah. I'm down for it. <laughs> The only I... other fact I had Sorry. was that um the, the the actress who plays Sheila, Miss mm-hmm. Honey, or Honey. the woman from Thirteen Ghosts, weirdly, Anatomy. um she um she apparently hated like the physical nature of her all so much, like it was so demanding on her body and the mm-hmm. makeup and stuff was so hard that she actually contemplated quitting acting for good. Jeez. Was like, I'm never gonna act again. And then, mm-hmm. as you said, went on to do Schindler's List. So imagine, imagine <laughs> yeah. if she quit, like. So yeah, apparently like was... one of the one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah, one, historical movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then she goes and does Schindler's List. Yeah, just a little independent movie made by like a not so big name director. Yeah, uh, exactly. I have one more thing. I just want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have loved watching in reverse, like the wrong way around, seeing where other things have referenced the Evil Dead. Like right. I've watched the Evil Dead and gone. Oh my god, that thing from that other movie is a reference to yeah. this. Yes. And I've loved doing that. And two of my favorite ones, I'm not sure if they're actually references, but I feel like they are. Mm-hmm. One is I've been replaying Mass Effect. 
mm-hmm. and there's a bit in Mass Effect where Commander Shepard is asked for an access code he doesn't have, and he goes seven three. <laughs> I was like, oh! I was like, is that an Army of Darkness reference? Yeah. The other one is again an Army of Darkness where they're making the gunpowder, and the guy holds it near a candle, and he goes, "Whoa!" Like get away, and I was like. Is that Lord of the Rings? Is Lord yeah, of the Rings Lord of the doing Rings, Army yeah, of Darkness? Yeah, I thought that with um with Saruman and um and yeah. Wormtongue. How to be fair though, I wouldn't be surprised, especially with uh, Peter Jackson starting out in like the horror genre as well, because he was very yeah, influenced by, uh, oh, yeah. by the Evil Dead movies as well. So I, I think he has actually went on record and said he loves um because when he because originally he wasn't going to do the Hobbits, and I think Sam Raimi was attached at some point. It was Gilmore del Toro, I think. Originally, originally, but when mm, Gilmore del right. Toro pulled out, I think Sam Raimi was asked to do it. And I think that was because of Peter Jackson being a fan to put mm. him forward. But I think he, he didn't want to take on like the project. And that's when uh, Peter Jackson finally said, OK, guys, you asked us again. I'll do it. <laughs> money falling out of his pockets. Just yeah. like, oh, right. I, I've lost I, I've lost all my weight <laughs> off the last film. Don't worry, it's not going to be too good. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. I've just googled uh, it, and apparently, uh, yeah, it's 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 blatant. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson. Mm. Absolutely hey. love it. I've, I've, oh, I've absolutely loved. Like uh, when I watched the, the first Evil Dead, and I was like, oh, it's that bit from Cabin in the Woods, and I was like, no, no, like the trap door flying open, and I was like, oh, uh, wait, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, other way around. That's another film that we should touch on as well. Cabin, oh, absolutely, Cabin in the Woods is oh, so good. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's it's where it's like horror movies now. It's like I I don't want to step on anyone's toes, monsters. Uh, <laughs> I I, I, got told, I got told off in the chat the other night because I mentioned you the did. frighteners. I was like, okay, I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> no, Cabin in the Woods, I think, is perfectly fine. Right. Yes. <laughs> and anyways, we're, we're totally different like aspects of the podcast. It's two different sides of it. As you say, this is the thoughts and feelings now, though, of Sammy. everything. I've got notes now. Sammy. <laughs> don't tell Dan. Just don't tell Dan. Don't tell Dan. It's Dan that inspired us. She'd done that video last week. I was like, Dan looks like a professional, and she said, "Where the notes is important." I've got, to, I've got to step on my game. I've got to step my shit up. But it is on monsters because we're all factoids. Sorry. I have one more, one more note <laughs> right at the bottom there that literally says "angry duting." Angry and this is the movie. This is the movie that has the gif of the skeleton playing the flute. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Angry duting. It's just like the just what he's just going along, and I was like. I love when you you've seen something so much in like meme format, and you're like, "Oh, this is what it's from." Yeah. I just I I love like again, it's it's when they go to the like like how stupid they can be, and like because they couldn't afford like as many extras and stuff to do it. It was basically just got one person in the middle, and they got like a pole with them and attached skeletons on the pole, so it looked mm-hmm. like there was an army of skeletons where it was just basically one man walking in a straight line with loads of skeletons attached <laughs> in the pole. It's, it's like. like- it makes sense but it shouldn't work but it fucking worked and again I love this movie and again I can't recommend enough I know Lee in the chat said he hasn't watched it Lee you need to watch this movie Lee honestly you do and Joe if you have more things to say open that fucking notebook up it's fine I keep like every time I keep adding five minutes onto the episode because I'm getting oh I remembered another no, 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 we're not bothered fine. about time don't worry we're, we're very when much have we been asked about time <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was more. genuinely it. Yes. I love how you had to put it in the chat, though. 
I didn't want to say like, right, I'm, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop talking. I say it's one of being one of my favorite episodes. This one, so fuck off to keep talking. Um, I, I fucking love it when Sonia's on because we always end up having just a fucking belly laugh over shit. <laughs> it's just usually just daft quotes. Yeah. yeah. So all right. <laughs> I, I love you, Joe. Joe, you've, you've made oh, an yeah, idea. Sorry. Thank, thanks, Paul. Hey, you just you just Sonia's brother. Yeah. You're an extension <laughs> of Sonia. <laughs> when Paul said he was going to introduce us, I was almost sure he was going to introduce us as, and we've got Joe's sister and Sonia's brother. <laughs> I think my introduction was well made, though. Oh, like, that no, I, I, I come up with that today. It, it was good. I enjoyed it. it to be fair, though, full on. It could have been like a full on, and this is Sonia. Sonia does this, this, and this, and this is our brother. Um, <laughs> and then it could have well, been yeah. that. I've been getting so, it all my life. That's to be fair, though. <laughs> it's not fucking Lee. It's not just Lee. I've got Sonia and Joe. I've got to do something special. Um, but it's yes. nice to have both of you on at the same time as opposed to like Joe being in the chat going, Sonia, you're wrong. <laughs> to be honest, like me and Joe are like on, like we use TeamSpeak, not Discord, but like th- this is just our conversations every night anyway. Like yeah. this is all we do. We'll watch something and then we'll talk about what do you think this means and what's the deeper meaning behind their use of this? So like being on a podcast together, it's just felt like just chilling out with Joe, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we can bring That's... that to happen. And like hopefully, as, as, as you said, with, with Joe now um, being like a, like a full-fledged like in our discord and being one of the members of nerdy up north pretty much now uh hopefully we'll get more of joe and sonia on the podcast like coming up um i know we've got a few films like we've got things planned um there's probably a few ones i'm not going to change around now just simply because of joe throwing us a few good ideas which yeah um like the constantine one i fucking want to do that like oh. as well so with we were talking about Constantine. Was it last night or the night before? Uh, we were literally talking about before we went on. Might as well, have been sure why it. I uh, <laughs> yeah. It snuck, it snuck in me DMs and went hi, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, it's, it's one of them ones where like we've got so many cool and interesting people as well that come on the podcast and it's just fitting them in or having them on. I would love to do an episode with just everyone on, but it would just be fucking chaos. It, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we tried that with yeah. a quiz, remember? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I am. I, I wasn't even on the quiz. <laughs> no. You were on one. I remember the last you time you were on, on a one quiz. of them. Yeah, you oh, were yeah, on that, one of and then them. And then I was banned from the next one. I remember. <laughs> no, you were banned from asking questions. We had to bring the jaw rule into it. <laughs> Challenging the, the quiz rule. mistress. <laughs> um, yes. I am loving these movie reviews, though, that we've been doing because it is sometimes like a you know walk down memory lane, and the or even just learning more about the movies itself. I like how we've struck. We've I think we finally got a structure now. Yes. It's yeah? not just touch, like we, we like say it's not we just tried touch, so many different yeah. ways. It's when you give I think what didn't work for us is when we were given the step by step guide of everything that happened in the movie scene by scene player. It doesn't work. Like fair enough that you can no. talk about moments or you can like talk about plot points. I think with this one it worked to jump around it because it, it it's not a cohesive movie. It's a movie mm-hmm. full of scenes. So yeah. you to talk and about then you like yeah. remember something later on and go, oh hang on, let's go back to that bit. Because yeah. we did try and do it before where we were literally, I think the take Lost Boys, for example. Mm-hmm. We started to do Lost Boys from start to finish. So this scene and then we go into this scene and this scene and then we'll go, oh wait a minute, no, actually that happened before that this happened and it gets so fucking confusing Mm -hmm. so i love the way that we are structuring these now Mm -hmm. and i do get the whole it's thoughts and feelings and i do like that (laughs) i just i do like also knowing something as well 
Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry. The notepad. I'm not going to. Th- I'm not going to yeah. throw the notepad away, Sammy. It's fine. Um, Yay! Notepads for life. So I've next got week, fucking hundreds of them. So next week we're going to fucking need a, a fucking binder because we are doing. Oh yes. Um, not just the. One of the greatest comic books of all time. Not just. Not just the greatest comic book of all time. One of, and again, controversial opinion. One of my favorite comic book adaptations of all mm. time. We are that doing controversial. Watchmen. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. So I was get... honestly, I was like, edge me, say to you, Paul. Yes. <laughs> keep, keep you there with anticipation. Um, yes, oh, I can't pull it off like uh, uh, I know. Tim, Tim Curry. Did, yeah. did you ever see the tweet where someone had waited five years to post the second part? No, it was, like, to the, it was like to the day. I'll put it in the Discord after this. But <gasps> amazing. But yes, um, we are good. doing Watchmen. We've got the lovely yes. Jake and we've got Jess uh, coming on. Um, we'll be talking because it's going to be. I'm trying to think where I can fit in watching the movies because I'm going to watch not. The original cut, not the director's cut. I'm going to watch the ultimate cut, where it's the, ul- the ultimate cut. Yes, where it's what? got the um, it's where it's got the cartoon cut into it as well. So it's got all. You need elements. to send me fucking just send me links of all three of them, and I'll watch the fucking lot. Because I've, I... I've not got a link. I've got the actual steel books so oh, I'll be watching the steel books I'll be watching it in 4K as well so you can watch uh, it on your on your big I'll TV I'll be watching it on a 75 inch tree telly <laughs> but yes um Watchmen is a very dear like, well yeah. not just a dear film but a dear story to me I adore the mo- uh, the book the book the comic book again if I not give spoilers for next week is my ultimate what number one favorite comic book movie uh, comic book sorry of all times it is breathtaking mm-hmm. to read it's so interesting. Uh, plot points, characters, just everything in it is so um, just well done. And again, I know mm-hmm. Alan Moore gets a lot of shit, but when he gets it right, he is a fucking wizard. Um, he is the fucking wizard. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we've got that next Sunday. Tomorrow, what have we got, Sammy? Tomorrow, oh, we're going down folk horror and we're doing the ritual. What a yes. film. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good film. Yes. We had a good time watching we did. <laughs> I watched that in Scotland, in the middle of nowhere, and let me tell you, I was on oh, edge. <laughs> yes, that's. Amazing. I was having the time of my life because I was blitzed on Bookfast, and I was heckling <laughs> Sonia the whole time. Oh, Bookfast I love all. that. It was so good. Like I'd, I'd seen so many reviews when I was like, "We need to watch this," and holy, it was done so, so well. It good, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to that episode. It's so good. It, honestly, Dan is in her fucking element in this movie, especially when we get to the monster side of it. Mm-hmm. We both managed to get the the book itself. Is if you are a Spotify premiere customer, mm-hmm. you can get the book for nothing. So we and it's only eleven hour book, which I know doesn't sound like. It's 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 eleven hours, but my working day is ten hours. So I was like, "Fuck, I could get yeah. that done. I could get that done. That's fine." I got halfway through, and realized how different it is from the actual movie. That I was mm. like, oh, "Do I? Where do I want to? Where do yeah. I want to go?" Um. So it is absolutely brilliant. It's on tomorrow, seven o'clock on YouTube, and it'll be on anywhere you get your podcast from from Tuesday. Yes, and I'll send you over the images tomorrow. Don't, don't forget Thank you the very much. I will. Um, then after that, we've got the the naughty boys, uh, Jake and Adam, yeah, straight uh, after us, gaming gaming up north, doing uh, on on Twitch. They are talking about 
the, again, a, a controversial game, shall we say. Duke mm. Nukem, come get some. Um, controversial character. You know yes. what? At, at, at the end of Army of Darkness, Hail to the King, I was like, I was, uh, this, is, this is silly. Um, I was thinking about Duke Nukem and I remembered that they're talking about Duke Nukem this week and I started like humming the tune they get, do, 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 do. and I'm really excited to hear Adam's cover of it. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, I'm looking forward to hearing that because I used to play it on the bass and I was just like, oh, I get to hear it again. I get to hear a rendition of it. I'm excited for that. But I, what I do love about, um, like I said, Duke Nukem as well, because I remember when I first got it, it was one of them games where you couldn't buy. You had to get a copy disc off your friend, off a friend, of a friend, and you could only play it on the PC. And the only reason we played it as a kid is because when you went into the strip club and if you shot close to yeah. the strippers, <laughs> they used to nipple tassels, used to come out and you used to go, um, So it was all about <laughs> okay. making nipple tassels spin. Uh, fuck killing the pigs. It was all about the strippers. Um, fair juice. <laughs> so yes. No, I, I, I know what he's talking about. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> but yes. Um, also as well, um, just to give a big shout up out to Captain Goodwill and Graham. It is their one-year anniversary yep. of trekking up north this Friday. Wow. F- 52 weeks we've been putting up with their, their craziness. And the, the, like I say, fair enough, they haven't got bored. They're still with us. They're still doing it. Yep. Uh, but And their passion just gives everyone life as well because I've yeah. never known anyone love something as much as they love what they do and they do take it so um and again even if you're not into trek watch trekking up north just for the lols just for yeah. just to see people loving what they love and it's just beautiful and this episode is all about the candle slags hashtag candle slags Aww. so if you're watching Get on Twitter, get on Instagram. All I want to see is hashtag candle slag. We've got to make that a thing. Get it in the comments right now. Come on. Hashtag yes. candle Absolutely slag. Absolutely going to be late Let's for go. Sonya's stream on Friday night watching the end of Trek Up North because I'm, I'm excited for Sub Rosa. <laughs> yes. And then, as I said, uh, we haven't got a gigs up north, but we are working on, uh, like I say, a guest. Um, I hopefully will be coming on. just need dates. Um just say the hounds of love may be calling, but that, that's just a teaser. Uh, <laughs> if you get that reference, uh, if, it, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to look like a complete arsehole now, but still. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, talking about the uh, the Northeast and Sunland music scene, so that'd be quite interesting. If you haven't watched the mm-hmm. episode, it was an absolutely brilliant episode with Kai um, from last week. Um, such a nice guy, such a down to earth person as well. And if you haven't watched it already, watch last last night's episode with Taffeta Darling. Like, and again, this might sound disingenuous or um, not right coming from me. She is such an inspirational figure to any female nerd out there uh, for just being so bloody minded and being so talented and so, um, like, just like she works harder than Goodwill, put it that way. And that's, and that's, that's working fucking hard. Yeah. And just to mirror what Paul said, I put a post up earlier because she is she was a huge inspiration and she still is a huge inspiration to me, especially when you when females are out there looking for someone within their community and you have that form of representation and like, oh my God, look, there you are. Oh, there I can be too. And it's it's that's how I was with her back in 2015. <laughs> But yeah, so it was a lovely touch. And again, not to get too ahead of ourselves as well, we have mm-hmm. got another special episode mm-hmm. uh, that we have uh, announced, uh, well, got confirmation <laughs> for, 
And I am fucking going to, like, just warn you now, she is a bundle of energy and a half. Um, she is. Um, she runs a, an amazing podcast. I'm going to get the name up now because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, I'm going to have to up my game with the intros as well. Like, I'm going <laughs> to have to make sure I write a really good one for her. <laughs> so she's so called Katie. She runs the uh, Who Did What Now podcast. She calls herself the harlot of history, a social scientist. Sonia, who, I think you'd love her. Um, I, I already love her. Uh, what is this? <laughs> basically, she talks Thanks about she talks about the hist- like the untold histories of like that you that you that you wouldn't be told in school. Give um, the Napoleon example um, you give me. Basically, she put a post up on Instagram the other day to telling about the the story about how Napoleon lost his first war. It wasn't at the battle where you thought it was. It was to a load of bunny rabbits. So, like, I'll let her tell the story better. And also, <laughs> but... the pod, the episode I've just, uh, there's two episodes I've just recently listened to. One was about, um, I can't give you words out now, um, the testicle thieves of the 1920s uh, in Chicago, where a gang of people were going around, uh, like, knocking out men and stealing the testicles. Why not? <laughs> Amazing. And, nice. and, and I've talked about the first ever. Uh, I think it's William uh, Dorsey Swan was the latest episode talking about the first um, man in drag. Ooh. So, yes. So, she, she's so uh, agreed to come on, uh, I think it's the 2nd of March, Saturday. And, uh, no, it's yes. a Saturday. Uh, she's yes. going to come on and we're going to be talking about all about herself and also she's going to be giving us um, like obscure and weird superhero origin stories as well. Yeah. Nice gonna be so, really really interesting so what Special where can you find you <laughs> yes so where are you gonna find yourself there sonia what are you doing because like, you're a busy lady as well um you know what like i i actually need some of the dates for upcoming podcasts that i'm meant to be on because i've got so much stuff coming up you know you've got a line what no, like so so yeah like so obviously I, I i stream every friday and and saturdays if i can but every friday mm. 9 p.m i stream um, mm-hmm. twitch.tv forward slash sunbonds um, mm-hmm. but yeah March into April I've got like nothing but gigs and me and Coxie have actually booked our honeymoon oh, so oh yes that's right that's all going, um, where are you going we're, we're flying to <laughs> Oslo in Norway and there, we're staying there for a week and then a week in we are flying from Oslo to Tromsø which is right up the north of like right at the top of Norway oh, yes um which will be we found probably around minus 5 degrees even in April uh-huh. um, but we're hoping to see the northern light and stuff oh, so Oh my mum my mum and dad have literally just come back from Iceland that's where they were oh, that's why wow. I was watching the dogs and they sent me their photographs of them seeing the northern lights mm-hmm. and it's she said it's so surreal because to the naked eye you really can't see a great deal but the minute you get your camera on and take mm, photos and you see everything and she went it was so surreal um yeah they absolutely loved it oh i can't wait i, I, I can't, can't wait. wait for you i can't wait for you to enjoy that moment <laughs> i'm really excited but yeah march i've got like i've got a few gigs in newcastle so that's fine but some of them i'm actually traveling for like i'm going to london to Where? see return of the king live with a live orchestra let's um, push mic now <laughs> and then um <laughs> i'm going to glasgow to see pendulum as well and i'll be staying at the weekend Whoa. then so like i'm a bit like oh, am God, i actually so... going to be home for these sundays Hey, hey, we work around you. We work around you. The only date that you in March is the third of March. We've got you down for the Breakfast Club. Yes. Oh, nice. 
So you've got nothing till Mark, till then the 14th of April for Willow. Okay, Let's the 14th, 14th of April I'll be in uh, Oslo. Right, okay. So we'll, we're going to move that we one arrange. around. We're gonna we change can change rearrange. Um, then it's the 28th of April. We've got Knives Out. That's fine. I'll be home for that. Cool. Then, yeah, we've not got... Like, say, cool. Yes. We'll, re- we'll rearrange. We'll add something else because I want to do Willow with you. Uh, all oh, fantasy best, has to be done friend. with Sonia. Best friends, Best Sonia. friends forever. Uh, but yes, <laughs> have, <laughs> Joe, have you got anything planned or what, what are you up to, Joe's? Uh, yeah, so uh, in March, I'm going to see Lord of the Rings live in concert in London. Oh, and, then, man. Uh, and then I'm going to see Pendulum in Glasgow uh, for the weekend, <laughs> the 31st. I, I, will, I will be back in the UK for um, those two weeks as well. And awesome. I've work, so I'm going to be doing a bit of a Friends reunion tour and hopefully see you guys and a few of the Discord creeps knocking about. We don't know yet. We're not having nailed down dates, but Paul well, said he'd love yeah. to see us. I've already shaved my legs for it, so I'm, yes. I'm excited. Excellent. And just um, to, just to give out a shout to Joe, if anyone does want to join the Discord and get into the health and fitness side, Joe is the king <gasps> of the walks. Can it, I, I was lured down from the mountains by cheese and wine. Oh my god! Today, <laughs> can I can I tell you something, Joe? I've actually been really Please. inspired by you and your walks. So Aww. as of tomorrow, I start my walks, which I am doing from the Shire to Mordor. So I know oh, exactly yes. how many miles. So I'm not doing. I'm not doing the paid one. Fuck me, that's expensive. So I know <laughs> I found how many miles it is from the Shire to Mordor, one thousand seven hundred and eighty something, mm-hmm. and I am going to start my my walking journey tomorrow, and I'm going to keep amazing. a track of awesome. everything. I'm yeah, I'm so, going to do it myself. I'm so happy to hear that. Honestly, in in reverse, like even the people the people who don't post in that channel and just encourage me to do it are absolutely golden mm-hmm. like um becca uh amy uh Lan. beth and chris ev- lan everyone who's mm-hmm. just like gone we're loving the pictures we're loving Love the it. progress oh if i Honestly, haven't said it in the discord if i haven't said it in the discord i'll say it to your face i well to the camera face. I am being so inspired by watching. I love Aww. seeing your photographs coming up on Instagram. And even if I catch them in the Discord, I am absolutely loving it. Keep, yeah, keep going, man. You're, you're at a disadvantage followers on Instagram because you see them twice. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm but fine yeah, with that. hashtag walking with Joe. That's going to be a trend now. Um, so yeah, in, in reverse order, you can catch me on the Nerdy Up North Discord. I'm a regular. I do fuck all during my j- day job. So I'm always around. I love posting yeah. stuff in the health and fitness channel and in the main chat and whatever else I feel like. I'm also on YouTube at YouTube Joe Border. And I've just started to post some shorts. I'm starting to get back into it. I want another big video essay project and I'm sort of toying with ideas. I have a half written Lord of the Rings script, which I can't take anywhere. And I've started writing something about Stargate. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm looking for ideas and I'm starting to get back into Twitch as well, which mm-hmm. Sonia has been helping me with a lot. And I have nearly reached affiliate status. So if anyone oh, wants yes, to follow us, keep going. I will, I will find your channel. Nearly there. Just nearly. like, you don't have to actually watch us or listen to us. Just put it on. So I get the viewer counts up. That would be brilliant. <laughs> um, but I'll leave that there. And I'm always. Well, we moderate. did. We did jump on last night. Um, you did. We did. We did jump on when you yeah, I said to I said to him, Sonia's gone live, so he went on and turned the volume up so I could hear. And then he, all I heard was bum faces. <laughs> he um, didn't literally say hi, bum faces. <laughs> bum faces. Uh, oh. And yeah, I always I moderate on Sonia's Twitch as well, so please check out Sonia. And if you if you heckle her, I'll ban you. <laughs> oh, so, so I was like. <laughs> 
No, he won't. No, <laughs> I, I, I banned one of our one of our actual regulars once by mistake because I thought they were posting spam and they were just posting the joke and I was like banned and then suddenly was like, Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep threatening Chris with the same thing, but I, I don't. Want to... We one can't. Day, we can never one do day, it. you little bastard. Um, but yes, but thank you guys and like and honestly, yeah, it's I, been I, great. I, I've loved I, it. I, I could do this all night, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, work and shit. Um, yeah. Life. <laughs> life. Fuck life. My, um, my <laughs> neighbors are going to start kicking off in a second, so yeah. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> Quick, we'll load a quiplash. Um, <laughs> it's, it's half ten, we're going we're gonna to get going. <laughs> but yes, um, so thank you guys. Thank you, everyone. As again, like say, if you, just to say as well, if you do listen on Spotify or anywhere that you do get your podcast, yeah. please do give us a five-star review. Um. I know some little tour rags have been giving us like um, bad reviews on uh, Spotify just for the crack. So if we can get that back up, we went from we went from all fives to on someone's hands. Yeah, we went from all fives to three point eight. We're back up to five four point one. So please keep wow. giving us them stars to get back up there. Um, but yes, um, but podcast not that bad. We 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 give decent. We do we do get decent podcast. I uh, read this very episode very highly. <laughs> But yes, uh, very top, very very top. But yes, and again, I know it sounds weird. I do actually prefer listen to us on the spot on the Spotify. I know know why it sounds better. I know a few people say exactly the same thing. They prefer Spotify, which I'm totally fine with. But just remember, leave a review, leave thumbs up, leave stars, whatever it is that you need to do. Just leave them and be nice and be kind. I need to start listening to monsters on on Spotify because I go to Spanish lessons on a Monday night, so I always miss the first half of your episodes. So I need to. I need to get out on that. Yes. But we do. And again, thank you for everyone who supports us. Um, yes. It means the world. Like, again, I know this sounds big headed. Uh, we've just hit 25,000 followers on the Facebook group, which is fucking. And we are, we are three years old as of this week, this last week. week. This, this uh, week? Sometime. Last week. Sometime, we, sometime it was over the rainbow. Um, we have just that's hit the those... Facebook, not the not the podcast. No, we have just hit as well on uh YouTube one thousand seven hundred subscribers. Woo-woo. So we've went up like say I think about one hundred and fifty subscribers in the last month or so. So that's just blowing my mind. Awesome. Uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Like say everything that you're doing is just blows my mind and the support. Um, and I don't say this very often because I normally tell you I hate you, but I do love love everyone. So same back time, same back Ooh. channel. Remember, people, shop smart, shop as smart. Stay early, <laughs> everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>